Hey, Lights, Camera, Barstool listeners, you can find us every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. To infinity and beyond! The Lord tells me he can get me out of this mess, but he's pretty sure you're fucked. It's why you fail. You can't handle the truth! Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Say hello to my little friend! You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Roads? Well, we're going. We don't need roads. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? He hit our son! Happy birthday, Polly. Kevin, still chilly? Lights, camera, barstool starts freaking out. Welcome to Lights, camera, barstool, episode 182. Jeff Lowe, Ken Jack Bones, and our special guest, John Feidelberg. Thanks for coming in. It's, it's my pleasure. It's not really today, but usually it is. <laughs> Are you going to reveal at the no end your Fast and Furious rankings? Um, I can't. I don't have a list. I can probably can do it off the top of my head. Okay, but um, I will. I will do my best off the top of my head. Yes, we we did miss you for that. We're glad we can get you in for that. Would look. I'll tell you what. Well, I don't know. We'll get to everything. I'm I'm upset. Let's just... <laughs> so play what are you upset about? I'm upset about the reason I'm here. Oh yeah, the Gerard Butler banger. We'll uh. Yes. That one. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it though. We'll we'll get to Angel Has Fallen. We're also going to do top five most overrated action movies, uh, which. Action clearly a loose term based on our audience vote, which is fair. You do have to you have to kind of define what it is. I, I had to kick a couple. Avatar did not count. Okay, Avatar would have been on mine. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I had. To, I, I just it just didn't it didn't fit because then you probably got to pull in Star Wars, Six sci-fi, yeah, and then Marvel. Yeah, it just didn't it didn't feel right. Didn't feel right. Um, I've never seen Avatar. It's still would have been my list though. I've seen. <laughs> I've tried. To, I've tried to watch it three times. I've never stopped, uh, stayed awake the entire film. So watch Pocahontas. Um. All right. Before that. Anything non-movie related? Anything, Trill? What's going on? You're ordering dinner right now? Is this a true statement? I got to. What else am I going to eat? But what are you going to order? Because I'm going to bump up against that. I, that's, that's what I was asking you, you asshole. I know, but I'm, we, we asked mics. that off pod. So now, Matt, you need to ask it on pod. I don't know. I don't know what I want. I've had pizza I, I, literally five meals in a row. and <laughs> like great. my, I'm, I'm dying of heartburn. I don't know if it's possible, <laughs> but like I'm, I'm borderline just going <laughs> to just – Combust. Drink here. some, drink some milk. <laughs> that, that helps, right? That helps. Right? Sounds horrible. <laughs> Go to Hoboken I, Joe's Pizzeria, Trill. I will Pizza say, order? Trill, you do now and then. You kind of have your feet up when you're when you're here. You're on your computer with your mic. You've never been eating a slice of pizza during the podcast. Mm. Just worth noting. I, I think I've I think I've only eaten stuff on here twice. I think Big both Max. times I got called out on uh, the Lunchables, and well, that then. Was the place, uh, yeah. I think one time I was slurping noodles or something disgusting. Ken Jack, Ken Jack once <laughs> ate the, the hot noodles. dog noodles. Oh, those are so gross. Hot dog and uh, noodles yeah, from, from Jollibee. Jollibee, yeah. 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 Oh, man, those are bad. I don't even know what that know. is. That's something you know. It's a Filipino like, fast food restaurant. And, um, yeah, that's their thing. They make pasta, like Italian-style pasta, except it has chunks of hot dogs in it. That's like like your mom makes, like SpaghettiOs. Yeah, but there's hot dogs in it. 
Yeah, spaghetti. That's a thing. Uh, then the spaghetti was. There's definitely a spaghetti with hot dogs in it. Oh, Absolutely. Like yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard it. Just it was the the combo was interesting, and he was he was making sounds on purpose, and it was it was it was quite oh. slurp action. There's Sonic on the food ordering app. Oh no! You, you could, I can't think of a place that is <laughs> as good yet. I want to eat it less on delivery than Sonic. Mm. Sonic's a regional know. thing, right? Yeah, but they have so uh, many commercials in areas that they don't have Sonic. We have I, there's one in Massachusetts. It's like right on uh, Route One, I think. Where, and it's like one of those things where it's like always a huge line because it's the only one. Yep, I had commercials for it my entire life growing up, and they never opened one in Long Island until I was 17. Like it's just you, why? Why are you advertising here? You go south of Indiana, down to Kentucky and Tennessee, and those parts. There's uh, Sonic's like uh, Walgreens and CVS there. Mm, okay. Oh yeah, it's on every corner. Every corner there's a Sonic. Dishing out that ice. That's sick ice. Great ice. Oh, that shouldn't be the I best see. thing on your menu. <laughs> yeah. I, I like their burgers. Their burgers aren't that bad. I wouldn't say I go to Sonic specifically for a burger, but y- sometimes you want to get your ice cream and food at the same place. You just fucking go to Sonic. <laughs> a lot of people like that. So when we would go out in Austin, there was one always by this, this one friend we'd go over to, and he would get like a big Sonic drink, like a big slush or whatever with their ice, drink half of it, and then pour his, his mixed drink in there. Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, we uh, When I used to visit friends at Clemson, that's what they did. Yeah, it's a smart move. It's, yep. it's, oh, it's brilliant. Smart Absolutely move. brilliant. Yeah, I just... Not a, not a big food guy. Also, uh, uh, Trill, you finally tried it the other day, the Popeye's chicken sandwich. I did. It was, it was fine. It was yeah. good. The, it the just, one you got did not look like an actual Popeye's chicken sandwich. It looked like it was a grilled one. I think the lighting was bad. Yeah, the lighting was bad, and, and it, it was wasn't white. spice. Did you have, like, oh, was still, triple flash was, on or something? Oh, it was still good. No, man, I made it myself. Have you had it yet, John? Uh, I had a bite of Dave's. Dave did his review the other day, and uh, I had a bite of that. It, it, I, I agree wholeheartedly with Joe. It was fine. It, it didn't knock my socks off. I wasn't running to the nearest Popeye's to make a, a vendor pass out. I was like, oh, yeah, this works. This, if I Pop- needed a chicken sandwich, this would do the job. Yeah, Popeye's is so delicious, too. They they have so many. I, I would be willing to bet their tenders are way better than their sandwiches. I'm going to be honest. Uh, so okay, so here I'll start with this. They're gone. Yeah, they announced today we're done. They said it'll be back soon, but we did not the expect permanent gone? item. Yeah, yeah, the sandwiches off the menu. They they're like we're just sold. New York City, they're just sold out. Oh, they probably fucked their supply chain. Up. Yeah, there so, was like a think piece written on it, right? I don't know if it's a think piece, but. I mean, I don't know. That's one of those terms that have just kind of lost their definition. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, is, it, is it longer than a blog post? It's a think piece then. Um, and it, but it was, you know, some kind of, I, I didn't read the whole thing. I just saw the tweet as, as you do. And it was kind of about how that really exploited Popeye's workers more than anything, where it was like, it was, it had interviews with Popeye's workers who had quit on the job and they're like, I was doing 10 times the work. Yeah. And I still make no money. And it was like, like there was like a mass exodus of Popeye's workers. That's why, like, this. that's got to be why they should. Like, I'm sure they could have got more in the next week and capitalized up. But I'm sure they're like, all right, we're, this is starting to get ugly for us. I mean, they have chicken there, right? Just slap a couple tenders well, on it. Well, that's my thing. Like, like you have just put put it on bread. I'm st- I'm I may I actually may never get one again. I just I'm, I love their the tenders pickles. so much. The pickles are so good. Mm-hmm. Just good p- pickles. Put some put some pickles, dude. Pickle tenders. Big <laughs> big basket of tenders and fries. Just throw some pickles on that. You got yourself a uh, open faced Popeyes chicken sandwich. No one in the world has ever ordered their green beans. Get rid of those. Give me a little thing of pickles. Just replace them. Make uh, that the side. I've ordered their green beans. Oh, okay, one person in the world has ordered their green beans. I th- they're good green beans. Hot potato man. They're good green beans. Hot, hot, hot potato guy. <laughs> 
the, the lo- they, you're like the guy that keeps their loaded potato on the menu. Yeah, I don't know. You know I, the, the sandwich was hyped up. I, I think you know pe- people really liked it. It was a very good sandwich. It's just uh, it's one of those things that that gets elevated to uh, something else because it's funny to talk about. Right. Once like you become the, a meme, it's that's it. Well, it's just one of the least. It's it's yeah. It's just something to to yell at people on the internet about while still being like in good spirits with it, which like everything else you can't do these days. Well, you know, Chick Fil A is scrambling. They're like, we have a window. We we must strike. We must make a new food. I don't know if they will though. Has Chick Fil A ever made a new food? I feel like yeah. Chick Fil A came out of the gates with it with what they got, and then that was it. Their spicy nuggets are typically the thing they kind of come and go. I feel garbage like. though. Chick Fil A's got garbage nuggets. I see. I, mm, I like disagree. their nuggets. Garbage strips. Their strips. Their strips stink. Maybe that's what yeah, I'm thinking. Very, okay. very bad. Yeah, I think you. I think you got to be. The strips stink. Yeah. Go to burgers. I mean, that's an easy one. Right? That would be such a wild Go to move. burgers. Just their entire marketing is based on we don't eat. Time like, to switch. Our, our, logo, our mascot's a cow. Just not fuck it. Burgers now. And now they can do like fish. Fish. Well, you've be been thing. to like, wait. I went to like a Georgia you were tri- one. Yeah, you've been to a, yeah. a Chick-fil-A that serves burgers? Yeah. Really? <laughs> there's, like, there's like five of them. And uh, yeah, they, they, they made a good burger. Time to make it national. Time to go wide with this thing. I'd, I'd love a Chick-fil-A burger. Yeah, if they so, did see, that, I'd, I'd get in. See, I think it's all the about new- the quality. I trust their quality in food, and they wouldn't make a bad burger. The uh, the newest Chick-fil-A item I can remember is the chicken soup. I don't I feel like they always had that. Yeah. Oh, they just did the mac and cheese, too. Okay, so oh. they do it a lot. They, which yeah, which was – oh, I'm not a big restaurant – actually, I don't mind KFCs. We didn't KFCs in great. I don't, I'm not a big restaurant mac and cheese guy. I'm not a big anything but homemade. By the way, we had a or, guy. Or craft, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we had a guy in the office making uh, Velveeta. I guess they're sponsoring our college football show or something. So or Velveeta. Might be a spoiler Velveeta or something. We have, to, we have also, to mark that. Also in Velveeta. And, uh, Roman, they're branching but, out. But <laughs> the guy who was doing it was like, we, we run out of spoons all the time down in our kitchen. He was stirring it with like a piece of cardboard from the Velveeta box. So that's. Do you guys hear this? Does everybody else hear this? You guys hear this one? <laughs> It's what it sounds like. That's what you said when you ate that pasta with yes, the hot dogs. Exactly and then I said I'd bleep it out. I never you sure bleep. didn't. I, I totally you know, I'm forgot. Just, I'm not even going to ask this time. I know you're not. <laughs> it's a great find. The guy was literally making mac and cheese in the vine. So it's just, it's a reference. It's not it's, me. Yeah, it's not a joke. It's a reference. Two different things. Um, all right. Anything else, Trill? Did you make a decision? Uh, I don't know yet. I think Trill's going to go to bed hungry tonight. <laughs> I know. I, I am trying to lose weight. I didn't eat lunch today. Um, that's not the I'm way not- to lose weight, just by not eating the meal. <laughs> I mean, there's some some women would so that's disagree. A, that's the correct <laughs> way there's, there's a- to be losing weight. No, 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 no. You're you're right. It is not healthy to not eat. And I would say not eating was more of a factor of uh, not having time rather than trying to lose weight. But the point I'm trying to make is like I could do two pass right now. I could get something just completely unhealthy and come out to a normal daily amount of calories. Caesar salad. Or I could eat something healthy and be at a calorie deficit for the day. Get a chicken Caesar salad. Do it. Uh, well, we got an ad read. Uh, this episode brought to you in part by CBDMD. That's right, folks. Uh, CBDMD is a leader in the CBD industry known for promoting natural support, recovery, and relaxation with a wide variety of high-quality premium CBD oil products. They've got topicals. 
tinctures. I'm never going to be able to pronounce that. Uh, vape oil, gummies, bath bombs. Bath bombs kind of sounds dope. Mm. So yeah. Like bath bombs. I like tinctures personally. Yeah. But bath what, bombs. what is what is it? A tincture? It's like uh, the eye drop, like the old fashioned. No. Oh. oh, okay. And this makes more sense. I've got an entire cabinet full of cures. Any Tinct- type of cures you need. <laughs> Cure all. Uh, you, step on up, sir. What's ailing you today? <laughs> oh, your knee is creaky. Well, a little drop of this and you'll be right back in a jiff. God damn it, Dutch. Spending our money on tinctures again. <laughs> uh, even pet products. I hear it helps pets a lot, which is great, especially dogs who get scared of noises and storms and shit. Uh, your pet can experience the full range of CBD's powerful and natural property. <laughs> My Best dog of all, is gone off of this one <laughs> CBD. So many tinctures. Uh, CBDMD's products are THC-free and made from U.S.-grown hemp using organic farming methods and a unique production process that includes third-party testing for both safety and effectiveness. Uh, we've used them. They're great. The bath bombs, pretty awesome stuff. And bath bombs just look cool. And to make sure you don't have to dip into your... <laughs> I'm not reading that. Uh, dip into your fund. CBDMD is offering 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LIGHTS, L-I-G-H-T-S, at checkout. Again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LIGHTS at checkout for 25% off your next order of premium CBD oil products from CBDMD. It said dip into your John's fund. This is not a Philadelphia podcast. <laughs> No, it's because this is a copy for failing upwards. That's why. <laughs> oh, okay. It makes more sense. Uh, to dip into your... What fund your would we have? Fund. That would be our fund? Butter? Your butter fund. What's our? What would our fund be? Uh, our, our Funko Pop collectible item. Yeah, don't fund. dip into your Funko <laughs> yeah. Pop fund. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, into your waifu I've pillow been, fund. I've I followed Lawrence from failing upwards forever. Like, and like back in the day, you know, he started off as a blogger, I think like on, I forget what the site was at the time. And, and I was, I was real, I wanted to go on the show and I was like, I should come on sometime. <laughs> He's like, yeah, sure. And I just never heard from him. <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to review mid nineties with them. Never happened. Yeah. Which, which makes sense. Cause they have way more interesting people than me on all the time. So I'm, I'm completely fine so with that. Do, do you and guys like just, Air Force just, Ones? <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to think of what questions you would have asked. Them. Guess here if all birds. Uh, so you guys go to Target. This good fellow, <laughs> good fellow shit's pretty fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. All right. Thanks for that sponsor. Let's get into the big thing. This is the big news. One big piece of news and a bunch of little pieces of news, and that is a Star Wars trailer. Uh, we're we're recording this on a Tuesday. I haven't decided if we're going to drop. This might be dropped already. I haven't decided yet. Um, full disclosure, we're recording this tonight because we've we got we to work happy hour tomorrow. Oh, yeah. That's right. we got to work happy hour Wednesday. I, I, we're not. I, for, I totally forgot about that until right now. Wild yeah. night for a happy hour. Yep. I feel like a Wednesday, Wednesday night. night is it's a, is the is same it? time we did last year, apparently. Yeah, I we, thought it was a Thursday last night. We did it on a Wednesday because I had to go home and I was a little, little gone. Had to watch and recap and blog about Hard Knocks. It's a good episode. Fun. Yes, that was, that was cool. But now Hard Knocks on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, so we're recording on a Tuesday, so I think I might release it early. People want to hear us talk about this trailer. Uh, they released a, a and I want to specify, sizzle. It's a D23 special look sizzle of Star Wars' Rise of Skywalker. Typically the convention sizzles, because they've done this. This has been the, the process for the, the sequel trilogy. Teaser trailer at Star Wars Celebration in April. They've done it for the first, second, the third. Then it's a convention sizzle. The first one was Comic-Con Force Awakens. It was a behind-the-scenes sizzle. Okay. Then last time, Last Jedi, it was a sizzle of D23. This one's a sizzle, but it's got no behind-the-scenes. It's just kind of a mini-teaser trailer. The first half is just old footage from all the movies. Uh, and then it goes into this trailer. 
you see a shot of our heroes. Then they're at some sort of Burning Man thing uh, on the planet called Pasana. <laughs> <laughs> it's a desert planet. We'll get into the commentary in a second. And then you have uh, a bunch of ships, rebel ships, coming out of uh, hyperspace. You see some B-wings. They've never shown a B-wing in a movie because it's a cumbersome, stupid ship. Uh, B-wings rule. A-wings, Y-wings, all those. Then you see old Imperial Star Destroyers like in this long, this big formation. Kind of badass in lightning. Uh, then you see... Uh, Finn and the new character, I do forget her name. I'll look it up. I forget her name. Uh, then you see uh, C-3PO with red eyes looking high as shit. Oh, yeah. He's looking baked out of his mind. Uh, you see General CBD. Organa. <laughs> you see, yeah. Uh, no, he, he's, I don't think CBD makes your eyes red. No. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, tests. Unless you, like, rub it in your eye. I don't think you're supposed to do that. I don't think you put, put the bath bomb nah, in your eye. The tincture eyes. is really perfect to drop <laughs> on the eye. <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> um, and then you see a big blast, like a laser beam, which looks like a, a like... It looks like something from a super weapon, but I don't want to say that because that pisses people off. Uh, Ray throws her lightsaber, cuts down a tree. You see Kylo pop out of nowhere. And then you see Ray and Kylo fighting on the wreckage of the Death Star, which we'll talk about that in a second. And then the last thing, which is the viral thing, you see Ray holding. It's a lightsaber folded up, and then it expands, and it becomes a double-sided red lightsaber. Uh, and then it says Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. So that that's your quick breakdown of what we see. Trill, I'm going to go to you because we've talked the least amount with you. I want your initial thoughts. And I've got a couple nuggets from our good friend, Mr. Sunday Movies, who someone noted something important about that red lightsaber thing. But I want your thoughts on this very quick teaser, which is different than what we expected to get. Um, I think the red lightsaber looks stupid. I, I that little snap back into place looked like a snap bracelet. You get okay. in the '90s, but other than that, I thought I thought evil Sith Ray looked pretty cool. I don't. It's gonna change my opinion of the movie. It was just shots of the characters. It didn't really give me anything. Yeah, and the lightsabers they have been in canon before, so they've been in like the Clone Wars series when uh, Krell, the general, used them. But they look cooler in that one because they were like short and like more condensed. And these ones, this one is super long. That's the only thing I don't like about it. It looks like a double long mall one. I'd rather than be maybe a little yeah. shorter, a little easier, like one handed ones more combined. This is like two handed ones. Well, it, it just looked stupid when it flipped when it flipped up or out or whatever the way it flipped. Like the flip. it, it, yeah, I, the, the, the the flip. You thought you liked the flip. The flip looked so robotic. It looked like somebody was using a uh, just like standing below Daisy Ridley and just pushing the sword up. John, you're <laughs> a flip quick. guy? You're into the flip, though? I like the flip. I'm not a Star Wars guy. I'm a flip guy, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, now you're in. You're into Star Wars now because you Star like Wars, Star Wars lost me. I, I, I liked Star Wars as a kid, and it just... I feel like it, it expanded too fast. And, and again, this is like, you know, I liked it as a kid. I wasn't, I wasn't what you, what a, a super fan. What are you calling us fucking nerds? <laughs> is that what we're trying to get at? But it was just, I, I actually thought of this very recently. Uh, I was going through Netflix and they had like three Star Wars movies on. Yeah. I was looking for anything to watch. And I, I thought it was strange how I had, I had no desire to put on any of those. And I was like, I kind of felt bad. I was like, you know, like, usually they have. You know, it's Star Wars. It's that power that would be like, wow, you're looking for something to put on. Might as well put on the Solo movie you've never seen. Or might as well put on The Last yeah, Jedi or yeah, whatever. Good move. Not, I, I, solo. No, solo was good. Solo was good. Not taking the slander today. Mm. Not happening. And it was just like I'd ever I, – I, it was I, – I kind of – I ended up putting on a Tarantino film. And I, I thought of them comparatively where they're supposed to have – you know, they're both that fran- – not franchise with Tarantino, but just both that have that name brand. Star power, yeah. Where yeah. you're like, supposed to be like, all right, yeah. you know what? I don't have anything to put on. I'll fucking pop this on real quick. 
And Star Wars for me, it doesn't it doesn't do that anymore. I I didn't even I never even seen the trailer until I knew we were going to be talking on the show, so I watched it. But before then, I, it had never even really come. That's across fair. My it's still type thing can pass you by. Yeah, you know that's that's totally fair. But you're into the flip. That's cool. Because the flips, the flip was like, cool. We're team flip. Did here. you like the flip? You guys are all flip guys. Yeah, we're pro flip. I, I can't believe you have a, you have a, a, the criticism of the flip is it's too robotic. I mean, this is it I, t- what I remember of Star Wars. A lot of robots. It didn't just didn't look natural to me. It didn't look like a natural flip. Uh, here you go. Let me ask you this. This is a hot debate in our office. You think it's more practical than Darth Maul's, which doesn't flip and is just a long thing. I think it is. I think Darth Maul's is long and cumbersome. It's like holding a cane or something. And, and I also feel like if you're smart, you know, like a butterfly knife, you could find a way to flip that in and still use it and then flip it back out. Because remember, Darth Maul, that thing got cut in half. Mm-hmm. That thing got chopped in yep. half. It was, on, it was not I, practical for a one-on-one fight. Yeah. I, I like it. I mean, I like the general concept of it. The flip just looked weird. I, I like the fact that it's like when Jimmy Page would play Stairway to Heaven, and he'd he'd have the double neck guitar, and he'd go into the solo on the bottom neck. It's like that, but with lightsabers, guys. So I don't I don't hate the premise of the lightsaber itself. I'm just saying her being still while the lightsaber flips up, it 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 didn't look right to me. It just looked weird. Okay, and very I'm fair because it does like, look diff. It does look different. I'll give you that. It's new- I'm just not yeah. used. Not used to that type of motion with lightsabers. I'm used to very predictable motions, and here it just blew my mind. Well, here's the biggest thing: none of this matters because it's definitely a dream sequence. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely sure. not real. Like they didn't just spoil something in the trailer. Like that's just—it's a complete bait and switch. And so this is via Mr. That's Sunday Move there. Yeah, but that's just that's trailers. That's 2019 trailers. Really? That's what that's what we do now. I mean, the Avengers Endgame was like a fake trailer essentially, just a bunch well, of fake would- doctored shit. I don't remember that. Is, but is she in that cave in Octo? Or not Octo, but... Uh, well, we don't know, but here's what I'll read. So this is via Mr. Sunday Movies, who got this from another guy, Steel Wars. Apparently, they put this up on the Star Wars website and then quickly removed it. It says, this is what was shown in the trailer. This is part of a snippet. Uh, includes a moment where Ray appears to toss a fully ignited lightsaber. And then, of course, the vision of a Ray with a reticulated red blade was nothing short of thrilling. A vision... So they kind of said it. They scrubbed it off the website. Sorry if that's a spoiler, I, I, but I think I, I think at this point, yeah. if you're a Star Wars fan, you kind of know that that's unlikely to be real. So, so I think it's. I definitely think it's a vision, but I don't think they meant vision in that way. I think that they're just trying to come up with a word like they saw it and it was a vision, like a visual. Yeah, that, I, that, that's definitely the way I took it. I, I, I okay. think that's that's wildly unfair. If you're just but, popping dreams into trailers, I don't think you can do something like that. I did it with Inception three times. Yeah, true. Three different dreams <laughs> in Inception trailer. The last trailer, they had her hold a red lightsaber, and it was a bait and switch because she did hold it, but she held it because it was a desperation move. And then in the first, tr- the first, The Force Awakens, Finn, uh, he held the blue lightsaber, which he did in the movie, but they kind of implied he was a Jedi. Kylo was the blue one at one point, he, too. He, he wasn't. He, yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's definitely a bait and switch. Uh, what about the rest of the trailer, Trill? The, the rest of things besides the... Is there any one thing that, that you took away from it that you liked the most? And then we'll talk about the Death uh, Star. I, I like the idea of them just fighting on the Death Star. And, and we've said it before. Let's just, just bring all the nostalgia back. And, and just throw in as many references as you can. Fighting on the Death Star definitely does it for me. I'll tell you what didn't do it for me, though, was the red-eyed C-3PO. <laughs> Evil because C-3PO? Who cares? 
Who cares about he's he? Uh, he knows where the bodies are buried, dude. Remember, there's rumors and there's been some pictures that people may not know are real enough of three people holding uh, Chewbacca's Bo-caster. gun, his bowcaster. Yeah. Bowcaster. Maybe this means he's well, a badass in this one. Well, I, I, I think that's would be kind of stupid, but continue, Trill. I think they'll probably JJ will probably do something where the key to something is like an implanted memory chip in C-3PO or restoring his memory. And then he just gets like a memory chip of an evil robot. And then he starts using a bowcaster. Now the question is, is, is it, is it fun? Is he like Hulk where he's just enraged and evil, but evil towards the bad guys? Or is he like, uh, is he like uh, Vin Diesel's Dom Toretto from fast Furious <laughs> eight where he, he's actually, he's actually evil, evil, but comes back on the side of the good guys. Well, he has sort of a limited range of motion. Remember when he has the droid head accidentally like, like put on his body in clone wars yeah. and he tries to like attack Dude. the Jedi and that. It's a history. I, I would, I would tell you this: if I, if I like got transported in the Star Wars universe, I'd be wearing cowboy boots. I wear cowboy <laughs> boots everywhere, and the only reason I do that is the second I come across C three PO, I give him that old Shawn Michaels sweet chin music, strikes the dome, <laughs> knock his head clean off, put the... his ass down for the three second tan. <laughs> An- another thing that our good friend James pointed out: he has a. Uh... A Easter egg breakdown video. Go check it out. Just Mr. Sunday Movies at YouTube. Uh, 3PO has said before, Canon, you are aware that I maintain a network of well-placed individuals who share information with me from time to time that might aid the resistance. So, I mean, he's got this big fucking network of these, of these dopey nerd droids Traitor. all over the world. I, check, so we'll I, see. But it, we need to check out the Millennium Falcon's flight logs. Mm, that's true. We need to figure it out. What about his emails? We have no yeah. idea. <laughs> Where's the Falcon been recently? Who was on the Falcon? <laughs> the, well, this is this is a nice it's not a spaceship you got here. Oh, I gotta say, <laughs> the, I do like quite a bit. <laughs> That's really all there is. I don't really. I hope there's not a big super weapon blowing planets up. That would suck. Why? We've had too many. Three three Death Stars is enough. Yeah, three in a row. Three's enough. We don't need it. That's, it, a, that's a lot of planets. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of planets blowing up. because Starkiller Base destroyed like an entire system of planets. Like, what it else do you do after five that? Five planets at once. Like, what, what do you do There's after like that? There's like only so many habitable worlds in this universe. They're just destroying them. The, so the last thing is the Death Star. They're fighting on the Death Star. There's still no confirmation if it's Death Star 1 or 2. It seems as though the internet has shifted to 2. It would make more sense just because it's like that's where the Emperor died and the Emperor takes his Yeah, place. and the Emperor, you hear him talk. It's a brand new line. Uh, it's not a line from a different movie. It's a brand new line he's talking. Whether it's he, his like, and I don't want to get too deep into to speculation. We got to see more. And I think our big speculation that we'll do will come when the trailer comes out in October, Monday Night Football, I'm sure. Uh, so we'll do like the main speculation. If anything pops up between now and then, but like when toys yes. come out. But Chief on that lounge. <laughs> I'm selling CBD. <laughs> people are like, maybe his conscience is in the ship because remember his lightning goes up. Maybe it's in the helmet. Some people think he could, like when Kylo talks to the Vader helmet, he's talking to the Emperor because like his lightning goes through Vader when he falls down into the shaft, or well, Vader throws him. Uh, so there, there's the question on that. But don't forget, we have a bet. We have a bet. You actually like this bet. So the bet, John, is. If it's on a certain planet, Ken Jack thinks it's on Yavin from the first Yavin movie. Yavin four, yeah, yeah, we're the first, the first Death Star. I think it's on Endor, which the the waves are a little crazy for Endor, but there is water. And then, Trill, what is your bet? What's your part of the bet? Are you just with me? Um, There's a third I, prong I, to this bet. God, I can't remember. Can't remember what it'd be. 
I think What's it's on mine. Isn't yours if it's on neither? Yeah. Okay. I, th- I think so. So the loser of the bet. So if it's on. Okay. So if it's not on my planet or Kenjack's planet, we don't lose. But Trill loses. And <laughs> the loser has to take a candy bar and rub it on the back of a Times Square Elmo and then eat it. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> So oddly specific. <laughs> First of all, you're going to get your ass kicked before you even get a chance to eat Trill? that thing. I think you give him a dollar. The best thing we'd have to mail it to Trill. Okay. We have to mail it to him. Uh, but we. I'm going to melt in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> we'll reform it in the fridge. <laughs> oh, the shape of an envelope. Uh, who, was, um, who was out there doing the Times Square video where it, like, it was, I think it was with Elmo and. Was it Marty and, and Double Vodka oh, Don? Super pissed off, yeah, and like, right, like yeah. they, they were going to throw hands. You go yep. up, you go touch oh, the uh, like Times Square Elmo. I think you, you're, I, you're liable to catch yeah. one of the face. Well, you throw don't, money. don't you remember the quote from Wall Street? It's Times Square Elmo has a price. <laughs> 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 they want tips. You don't fuck around there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the bet, little daunting. I'm one to zero on the Elmo bet. I bet that. The new Fantastic Beast would make a billion. I got lucky. Haven't done the Elmo eating yet, so we'll. Uh, the new Fantastic Beast made a million, a billion. No, it didn't. It didn't. So oh, I, okay. Yeah, it made less than the first one. So there's that. Um, I don't know. I don't think our opinions have changed too much. Kenjack, I know you still think you have, and yeah, uh, and or Trill thoughts where you where it might be. It's it's probably on Yavin. I mean, honestly, this all like, comes down to which like one it Endor. is. Didn't look like Endor, right? But oh wait, wait the the the. But the forest is the moon, so they're on the forest moon of Endor. So we've ne- never actually seen Endor, Endor, right? Endor does have water. It has water. But th- my, my thing that hesitates that makes me feel like I might be eating the candy bar off the back of the Times Square Elmo is that that's very intense water. But we haven't seen yeah. Endor like that very close up, so I don't know. Kendrick brought up a point that a lot of the trees in Endor on Return of the Jedi, they are like redwoods. bigger redwoods. I looked it up a little bit. i got to scrub the movie. There are some smaller ones, so we're kind of in between there. I think it's between that and also the stills where they show um, basically Ray looking at one of those old battle maps that in A New Hope you see them looking at in the Evan temples. And they're looking for essentially at the end of um, The Last Jedi, like they need a place to go. They're all on the run. They're like, they need to get out of there. They did the same thing when they went to Crate. They looked for an old school rebel base. Yavin 4 has a very notable, the Yavin Temples, old rebel bases with all the old rebel tech and everything. So I think it's like a logical place for them to end up. My actual prediction is that it's neither, and Trill's going to have to eat a candy bar on the back of the elbow. Uh, you can change up the mascot, actually. You get a choice of what mascot you'd want it to be. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> naked cowboy. Um, <laughs> is he still around? Yeah. I, but I get a sense of how the movie's going to flow, right? Like it, the the it's going to be, and we know we know the gang's all together for this one. Maybe not in the same room, but they're on the same planet finally at once. But Kylo's going to be called to the old Death Star from Palpatine, right? Yeah. And then that leads into Ray coming and confronting Kylo, and then Kylo comes to a realization and then redeems himself, but dies in the process. Mm. Yep. Yep, I think there's going to be a massive fucking space battle. You have the old tech, uh, Empire, ships. We don't know who Matt Smith is playing yet. Uh, I think it'll be a Palpatine? huge. Yeah, maybe. No, because it's Ian McDermott. Maybe he's like a younger version, like a spawn. I, I think it's going to be like fan service the movie. I think it's because they're going to play the greatest fucking hits. Mm-hmm. They're going to bring them all out. They're going to bring back as many people as they can. Fucking Hayden Christensen is going to be in this. I, I know it. I'd almost make another Elmo bet just on that. I He is 
going to be in this movie. I didn't know he was still alive. <laughs> oh, he's there. A, I saw him at a Chicago oh, Chicago for Star Wars Celebration. You should have watched. It was incredible. Did, with Jumper on Netflix. You should have watched that. Uh, Jumper's night. a great. I've seen Fantastic Jumper. Jumper's, Jumper's <laughs> unbelievable. He, Shout out to Rachel Bilson. It's, it's no... Uh, yeah, what's yeah. the one? Was it a sleep? What's the one called where he's in surgery? Oh, it's him and like yeah, yeah, Jessica like Alba or, or the, one know. of those earlier 2000s very pretty girls. And she's the the wife who's trying to kill him. Well, that's a great film. That was a good one. Too. I I just think like we're gonna see everything. I joked the other day. He's gonna like Darth Maul is gonna pop out. You know the video. I know he's canceled. Whatever. Michael Jackson. He like pops out from the stage. Like it, it's oh, in that that long like that really long like standing ovation. That's what I think Darth Maul is gonna sort of fucking pop out from the Death Star out of nowhere. People coming down from Riding the rafters. Like it's like Avenger. It's like Avengers Endgame out of the portals. There's everyone from Star Wars we're gonna see. It, that's, I think that's essentially what we're going to get. Is Princess Leia in this again, or was that still... Yeah, I thought it was... Footage. They filmed a bunch of old footage. So that was still... This, uh, does, does, her, does her estate get money for that? Does I don't her know. estate... Uh, I don't question. know what like, the You can't just is. pop someone in a movie because you recorded some stuff, right? Like that, She died, like, what, three years so ago? Initially, she was contract. not going to be. They said she wasn't in it, and then they changed course because they fired the old director. So mm-hmm. Colin yeah. Trevorrow, the guy who did Jurassic World 2. Are they have to start like working that into contracts when you're getting on a movie? Like, can we use if you die, we can still use footage of you? Yeah, they'll absolutely. I'm surprised they probably do do that. Um, and I think you know, it's some aspects it's up to the estate, but there's um, so yeah. Like it, if you're it, injured it, on set, like we have the rights to use your likeness in this film. I'm sure that's like. Well, speaking of which, but I, I mean, for, I'm sure they have it for the one movie, but to, to, to for a franchise, yeah. we're like we got. Look, we got six movies worth of stuff for you. We're gonna. Yeah. That was a Thirty Rock episode, I think they did with Seinfeld Vision, where they were just oh, putting yeah. Seinfeld into yeah. all of the shows. Mm-hmm. Like, there's got to that's got to be a contract. Well, like, Carrie Fisher can't just be in every Star Wars forever. Yeah, At some I, point, I think, I think her family wants her to rest, right? Even her image to yeah. rest. Yeah, and I think her. I think her estate's probably in control of that. Like, and you also think of like people who are alive, who like Idris Elba in the new Two K. Like, they're contractually paying or they're paying him for the contractual right to use his likeness and i'm assuming like in this, especially when you look at the deep fake stuff like those can get pretty convincing like those are going to be more and more i think um those types of like amendments to contracts are going to be looked at even harder and harder because you're right like they could just replace you if you didn't have that in your contract mm-hmm. it's uh it's gonna be pretty interesting to see how this plays out what lay is uh like in involvement is in, in terms of what I mean by play out because like I don't know how much they have to go off of and the story's definitely changed so I don't know like what works. However, yeah, she's definitely in it. Related to that, this is not a full news topic, but Vin Diesel Instagram something of one of like Paul Walker's brother on set, and there's rumors that he may be back in the movie using that. Oh no, that feels weird to me. I don't like if the family's in, that's fine. That one feels really like that just feels weird. That feels really weird because also his brothers don't really look like him. They look they looked enough like him for the end of Fast Seven where he's so, way far away on the beach. Mm-hmm. You can't like have him in a movie. Well, that do doesn't his, look like Paul Walker. They'll do his face, the face thing, and like that was the oh, thing. Like right. Tarkin looked good in Rogue One, but he even did. that was a little weird. And that was such a short exposure period. Now, and that now still cost a fuck ton. Leia was, but she had not passed yet yeah. when they made that decision. So the, the Paul Walker thing is weird. If the family's into it, fine. But it's just that's bizarre. And like the send off was so good, right? Like, you're gonna have him come back for a full movie. If you wanted him come back for a scene, like in the maybe, background, just like waving. That's like 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 Dom needs permission for something, or I, I don't know. Yeah. Like his one conversation, I'd be in. I'd be fine with that. A quick conversation. But if you're gonna put him back in the movie, that's fucked up. I don't want that they, at all. 
well, if they do that, they should just start like right after uh, the seventh movie, and he forgets that he left his cell phone back at where he left from, and so his character just turns around. <laughs> and after that sentimental goodbye, he's like, that's oh, what that well, off ramp was. It was he just I was just yeah. turning around. Vin Diesel was the one going <laughs> further away. <laughs> Brian, he's just gonna yeah. be he's gonna own like a beach bar, and at the end, it's just gonna be Dom's gonna go up, be like one Corona or the usual, and it's just gonna be him. He's like, "What's up, bud?" And they just like they talk, and that's it. That's like the the cameo. <laughs> I hope it's like the Paris Cafe scene from um, The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just Paul Walker or it's just Brian hanging out. It's Brian, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm not losing. I just watched like all of them recently. Uh, him hanging out with Michael Caine just at, like, a, at a yeah. bar. <laughs> That's where Dom sees him. <laughs> what's, what's his last name again in the movie? Brian oh, Connor. Brian, uh, Mills. Brian Connor. <laughs> Man, Brian. <laughs> Mm, might be talking right. that movie later. Or Brian O'Connor. Yeah, Is it Brian O'Connor or Connor? I forgot. I just saw the Terminator tra- trailer last night, yeah. so I'm thinking Connor now. I've, I, I failed you. <laughs> I failed you, Dom. You told me to live my life a quarter mile at a time. Uh, Master Toretto. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Star Wars, that, that's, that's as far we'll get into it for now. I, it, it's not a ton of stuff anyway. Like, I don't know how much more we can speculate. We'll probably speculate when they show some toys off because you'll get some nuggets from there. But we'll do our main speculation. I think we'll, we'll probably have a bunch of people on. It could be like an, an offshoot pod uh, in celebration of uh, when we did our first ever pod, which I think we're coming up on our anniversary of doing that. Mm-hmm. Is that like this week? What year are you guys on? This, will be your, this is our second year. Our first episode, I'll, I'll scroll and find it. It's definitely late August, early September at some point. Yeah, uh, we're definitely right around there. Anyway, uh, we'll move on to the next one. That's The King. It's a Netflix movie. Got a bunch of Netflix talk tonight. Uh, the King starring Timothy Chalamet. Hal, played by Timothy Chalamet, wayward prince and reluctant heir to the English throne, has turned his back on royal life and is living among the people. But when his uh, tyrannical father, tyrannical? Is it tyrannical? How do you say that? I would say tyrannical. Yeah, tyrannical. tyrannical. Neither of them. Uh, father dies. Hal is crowned King Henry V and is forced to embrace the life he had previously tried to escape. Now the young king must navigate the palace politics, chaos, and war his father left behind and the emotional strings of his life, his past life, including his relationship with his closest friend and mentor, the aging alcoholic knight, John Falstaff, played by Joel Edgerton. Is Joel Edgerton directing this movie? I don't think so. No, he wrote it. He was a writer. He was a writer. Uh, The King, Netflix movie. What do you think about the trailer? I'm actually kind of big on this, mostly because the character, the book itself, like the or the play, the Shakespeare stuff is whatever. But the actual characters are really interesting. Like Henry the Fourth, which is um, uh, what's his name, Uh, Ben Mendelsohn's character. So he's like a really cool dude. He rebelled against the crown which was like his cousin was the king at the time, rebelled against him, lost, his cousin imprisoned him, but then let him go. He rebelled again, got expelled from the country, came back, and then took, took the crown from his cousin and killed him while well, he was in prison. And then now his son is going to be played by Timothy Chalamet. He was like super famous for invading France from England and being like one of the best like conquerors of, for, of all of English history. He won like the super famous battle called like Agincourt, which is like uh, one of the most famous battles in like medieval history. And I think oh, that's what they're... Shut the fuck up. No, listen. Look, this is cool. This is cool to make it all this up. <laughs> I could be. You'd have no idea. But no, this is actually super cool. This battle is going to be insane. I was excited for this the same way I was excited for... Um, uh, was it? Uh, the uh, Outlaw King. Outlaw King, which I don't think was as good as I had hoped. But I, I, was... that, I, saw, I heard that drop. I heard Chris Pine's dick was in it. And I never heard anything else about <laughs> that movie awesome. ever again. His dick looked great. I mean, I don't know if we get to see anyone's <laughs> dick in this, but I sure hope so. But I hope this is a little bit better than Outlaw King, but I am actually pretty excited for it. 
I, I thought uh, the trailer. I, I first of all, the cast is ridiculous. The cast is what? Sure, yeah, it's Ed Harris, Chalamet, Ben Mendelsohn, Mendo baby. Um, there's uh, Joel Edgerton who I, I love. I fuck. I'm a huge Joel Edgerton. Our Pattinson, Pattinson, Pattinson. That was the one I was forgetting. Um, but I, I thought it, whatever battle it might have been the battle you just referenced yeah. that you made up. But um, it's it's Battle of the Bastards. It's like that yeah. very scene is in this trailer. Yeah, it's insane. It all takes place in like I, th- I think the thing was like it all took place in this big muddy pit, basically. Yeah, like, that's why it's, it's, it's like even Edgerton's like crawling on top, just yeah, like like exactly, uh, yeah, fucking John Snow. And uh, Sean Harris is in this too. For those who've watched the Mission Impossible Fallout, best action movies of all time, uh, but he's the bad guy from uh, Fallout and also the, whatever it was Ghost Protocol, the one before that. So very huge cast. I I just I like the writing credits. I didn't like Boy Erased really, but. I do think he's a good writer. He did The Gift, Joel Edgerton did, and The Gift is a very underrated movie, very so like, I kind of trust him for this. Boy Erased, it was just not a great one, but this, and and I think if you listen to the pod, you know that this is, you could probably predict this is not my type of thing. I'm interested in this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, I'm, these are the periods that I don't really fall into. Um, I am more interested in Little Women, but I, I am, I'm looking forward to this. And Netflix. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. That, exactly. helps. that helps. I don't know if it helps me. I, and see I was free from the comfort of your home. Yeah, I was gonna get to that with uh, I think an, an upcoming. Topic. All right, we'll, okay, we'll, we'll, okay, we'll wait on that because we do. We're talking Netflix again in a minute. Yeah, okay, I'll wait on that then. I'll, I'll expand upon my Netflix movie theories um, once we get there. But uh, Netflix movies, they don't, they don't typically. They're not something, typically something I gravitate towards. Well, I mean, I still spend money. I go and I get the popcorn. I bring it home. If really? It's a big Netflix movie. That's yeah. right. I forgot you do that. Yeah, yeah. Frankie, uh, guy who works here. For those if they're not big Barstool fans. Frankie Borelli, He uh, he did that for something, and he was like, "Oh man, I don't look like an idiot." I'm like, "You're just you're just gonna look like an idiot." Like I'm just like, "It's a great move." You're just gonna walk How home to the theater it? and look like a moron. Well, because so we have a list, so we can do a movie three times a week. So mm-hmm. it's it has to be a week where if it's a week where I'm only gonna see two movies, then I'll I'll just use the a list to pick a random movie. Typically, I'll pick something that I hope does better at the box office. It's like me doing my part, and then I'll go in and I'll get my. Usually the popcorn's free because there's so many points, and then I leave and walk on out. It's all right. I was thinking you at least you kind of uh, smooth talk the the ticket bouncers, but you just you, you probably could ticket. do that. But I have the option. Yeah. It's like I may as well. Yeah. Some of them it. don't care. You got an AMC A list, so you have to have an ID, and if you don't have your ID, they will not let you in. They Extra won't let you license. in. That, and that's no bull. That's not like a, like a, they're lenient. They will not let you in. They're like, go find your license. It's, it's yeah, very strict. Um, all right, another trailer. Lucy in the Sky, Natalie Portman, Zazie Beetz, John Hamm, Dan Stevens, uh, Tig Notaro's in this movie, Nick Offerman, Joe Williamson, Ken Jack's good boy, Dan Stevens. Yeah, my guy, Dan Stevens. Your guy. That's the only thing about this that's exciting to me. Oh, really? Okay, so Lucy in the Sky, synopsis for this movie. We've talked about it briefly before. This is a full trailer. This comes out. Actually, when is this coming out? September. comes out very soon. Uh, after no, actually no. October it debuts at TIFF in September. October fourth, twenty nineteen. Uh, after an awe-inspiring experience in outer space, an astronaut returns to Earth and starts to lose touch with reality in a world that now seems too small. I kind of like that twist on the fear of space, though. I'm, I'm I I, I kind of like that. You don't like that? No, I do like that. Just not in this setting where it's all going to take place like more so on Earth, and it's the psychological after effects. Like that to me is boring. And I love Natalie Portman. Big John Hamm guy, but only in comedies. I'm not a big him dramatic things outside of Mad Men. And uh, I don't know. Love Dan Stevens. Just I don't think this is going to be good. It's based off the. It's supposed to be based off that real story, right? That actual astronaut that went yes. crazy, Lisa Nowak, right? Yes, it, it, it is based on a, on a real story. That's why it's set 
Yeah, I think in the late 90s, early 2000s, something Wait, like that. Wait, we're talking about the astronaut that drove from Houston to Florida, right? Yeah, no, that one. Yeah. That one? Yeah. This is what it's based off. The of. one that drove in the diaper? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, that's her. Yep. Really? Yeah, this is based off her. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. That's a twist I did not expect coming. Yeah, that so uh, she was driving to murder somebody, right? Yep. She was driving, driving to murder her husband, maybe? Are murder you more her? interested in this now? I, I'm absolutely more interested in this because I'll tell <laughs> yeah. you what, I've been kind of spaced out recently. I, I haven't, I haven't been grabbed by a space movie in a while, and I'm kind of starting to poo-poo them all, all together. Oh, Ad Astra didn't get you excited? Uh, Ad Astra, I would say okay. yes. Right. I, I mean, like ones I've actually seen the all movie. Right. Uh, Ad Astra, definitely though. But the but this yeah if we're if you bring in diapers and I think she had a machete <laughs> in the car right machete yeah. a diaper and a long drive yeah I'm in on that <laughs> can we just start calling it the the diaper, the diaper astronaut movie the diaper, uh, they, they, I, that's a better name than Lucy in the Sky with diamonds or Lucy in the Sky I tell you what's not going to make the cut is the diaper part like, that will absolutely <laughs> not make the movie I don't know I don't I, when when this comes out I'm going to yell across the office to you and be like yo. We'll see that diaper space movie? And I'll, yeah. Yeah, we'll echo right back to you. If you ask me to see the name of this movie, again, I can forget. Lucy in the, mm-hmm. Lu, just Lucy in the Sky, right? Yeah. Lucy yeah. in the Sky. If you yeah. ask me to say, hey, you want to see Lucy in the Sky? Pass comes back to you. You want to see that diaper astronaut movie? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not going to make it. I, I think they're going to take a lot of liberties with this, and it's going to be more psychedelic than uh, you know more true crime. So if it was like a based on an actual story, like funny retelling, like that, yeah, it'd be cool on that. But this looks like it's taking more of like a psych angle, which like, that to me is always like ah, I'm taking yourself too seriously. I don't really like. Yeah, you know the, the, the psych angles are the, one of like the few psych angle movies I feel like that I always think of that I liked was Side Effects. But they're 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 few and far between where it's just like yeah. the the psych effect of something. Yeah, exactly. you can have like a psychedelic movie that's cool. But if you're just doing the psych effects, I don't know. That's kind of sometimes. Or I mean, I guess uh, Shutter, Shutter Island would kind of fall in there too, maybe. Yeah. But whatever. But like, was Shutter that. Island even that good? I liked Shutter Island. I didn't like Shutter Island that much. Really? Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan. I was I was a big Shutter guy. It'd be my overrated list a little bit. Yeah. 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 Well, let's make Shutter Shutter Island fan. It was Inception oh, Light. Yeah. But, you know, that's probably a good nostalgia review if that's on on Netflix. I'd like to I dive into was. that one. Uh, yeah, well, by the way, they... they, they uh, Ooh, Irishman Runtown well, just dropped two, 210 minutes. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> wait, what? 210 minutes. 210... Wait a what? second. 210 minutes, man. Wait, what? <laughs> holy shit. 210 minutes? Was that a day? <laughs> holy shit. Wait, where did... Wait, what's the math on that? Three and a half. That's right. three... Holy shit! <laughs> I mean, that's, I'm gonna tell you right now before before we get to the Irishman. I'm never I'm that, never gonna see the Irishman. Oh. Fuck that! That fuck I'm that! Ne- I'm never gonna see the Irishman. <laughs> Three There's and a half hours. Let's make an Elmo bet on it right now. I'll never see the Irishman. Uh, Trill, before you, I think you had a quick bathroom break before you before we get your no, opinion no, on Lucy no. in the Sky. I, I got my food. Oh, what was it? Nice. Uh, uh, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Ooh. Ooh. P.F. Chang's. Uh, okay, so <laughs> imagine seeing this in theaters. Well, okay, so I, Trill, the runtime for the Irishman just dropped while you were getting your food. Can you take? You want to take a stab at how long it is? In minutes. Um, <laughs> no, don't do the conversion. Just how long do you think it's going to be? A hundred and seventy-five minutes. Nope two uh, two hundred and ten three and a half hours. Oh, that sucks, dude. That's so <laughs> bad. That's disastrous. All right, so three and a half hours, Trill. Are we firmly in or are we firmly out? The fight's not going to see the movie. Just, he's out. Just oh, it's a streaming movie, so you can take your own intermission, which isn't too bad, but that's too long like for a, a movie. five-day intermission. 
It's just like too I, long. Like I, I'm opening up long. new tabs to do my own business intermission. <laughs> what are you implying, sir? I'm implying. What are you implying? I'm looking at tall Robert De Niro in those stilt boots just, you know, just does something for me. I don't know what. Well, yeah. I, I, I just, I don't think any movie should be over two hours and 30 minutes. Agreed. There, I said it. Hard agree. I said it. I, I think two hours and 30 minutes, that'd be long. Mm-hmm. It's I, I, what, How's it going to fill the time? Is he just going to play full Rolling Stone songs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's definitely playing every CCR song and every Rolling Stone song. For sure. Maybe some Beatles. I don't know. What great breaking news. I didn't expect this at all. It, it, uh, I mean, it's the most devastating breaking news. I, you know what? It's actually, I don't even know if I'd call it devastating. Because The Irishman never did it for me. As far as the trailer goes, I was mm-hmm. a, a movie I was yeah. very excited about. Once I saw the trailer, I was like, "Ah, you know what? I don't. I mean, it's fine. I don't. I don't need to see twenty-eight-year-old De Niro with, with his yep. decrepit body." And then it was like, I didn't realize <laughs> it was based on a true story. I thought it was kind of be more departed esque. And then it was finally the final nail in the coffin. Well, actually, there were two final nails in the coffin. I was pretty sure coming into this podcast that I was not going to see the movie because it was just streaming on Netflix. I do not like to stream good movies the first time I see them. Okay, so Trill, quickly, three words. Do you care about Lucy in the Sky? Did you like the trailer? I I like Natalie Portman and pretty much anything she's in. I I think she's fantastic. I am intrigued by the story, which is, is loosely based off of that real life story i think the astronaut was uh lisa i forget the last name i, I like this it, it seems like it's a slow descent into the madness type of story I, I gotta say i'm like not really looking forward to seeing it i'm just like when the day comes that i can't see it i'm gonna be like okay cool but it's it's not something i'm really marking down the calendar yes yeah, I mean, but john ham's in it he is and dan stevens so you you've watched legion right I think no. Oh uh, no, never mind. Yeah, Legion is very good. So let's okay. We've seen this guy. Cool trailer. Let's move on. We're going to talk about Venom next, or not? We're going to talk about uh, this Netflix stuff. Then we'll go into an ad read. Uh, the Irishman is going to be released in November. We have the actual release dates: November first in theaters, and then on Netflix, November twenty seventh. With the option, Trill, you're definitely picking streaming, right? Like you're definitely going to stream this movie. Oh, for sure. Hundred percent. This this is not a theater movie. This is a, a couch movie. This Ken, is the definition of a couch movie. Ken Jack, will you see this in theaters? Irishman or Lucy in the Sky? Well, no, we're moved on from Lucy in the Sky. Um, uh, I think we have to probably. I think we have to. Just the rule of the law. Maybe we should we should do a bet where a loser has to see it in theater. Maybe maybe that works. That's a longer gap than I thought it would be. That's almost a yeah. full month. Yeah, I think we should do a bet. What type of bet should we do, Trill? I don't know. That's putting me on the spot. I'm going to be honest with you. you. Make up a I'm bed gonna, right now. What do, I, what do I look like? You won't. What do I look like fucking sports book to you? <laughs> do I look like an OTP? We'll think of something. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll put out like this. a tweet and like have the audience source it out. Well, I mean, we'll see it in theaters. But you're John. You're definitely not going to see it in theaters. I'm definitely out. I, 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 like a streaming movie, I mean a good movie to me, I have to see it live first. I don't. I don't like to see... A good movie streaming, and I don't trust Netflix. I I can't remember the last Netflix streaming movie I saw that I liked. Fair enough. There's yeah, some, well, a lot of their smaller stuff is pretty good. 
their big projects for the most part have not been good. Yeah, a lot of stuff has been. I mean, this classifies as a big project. Yeah, for sure. This is going to stink. This wasn't on my top five, and people were like, "Ah, you don't have Irishman." Like, well, you don't. No, I mean, uh, yeah, it could be good. There's a there's a chance this is amazing, right? It's Scorsese. No, there isn't. But not three and a half hours. There isn't. There's uh, there's there's no shot at three and a half hours. There's no shot. This is amazing. It might be okay. It might be. You know what? It was a little long, but it wasn't bad. That's the best reviews is going to get now. I just have Here, this feeling. I have this feeling, Drew. It's going to be bad. Yeah, just, not bad. I just have this feeling. It's not going to like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Avengers. Those are the hype livers so far. Twenty. Like we don't. I feel like years typically don't have a ton of movies that live up to hype. Like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for most people lived up. Avengers Endgame lived up. This one. I don't know, Troy. I don't know where you're at. I, I don't. I just see it not living up to the hype. I think we should each watch a third of this movie <laughs> and report back to each other still. with the yeah, results. Yeah. That's a whole. I, that's what I'm saying. It's just Fuck. divide and conquer. You know, this is a group project, and we're dividing the workout. We did this once with a, actually another Gerard Butler movie fights uh, Geostorm. I don't know if you saw that. I one. I did not catch that one. No. Yeah, we did that with that. We each watched one third of the movie and reported back with our findings. And uh, yeah, it, it did fun. it pretty well, by the way. Yeah. Because we were able to piece together the movie pretty much exactly how it happened. Exactly. I think the Irishman might be a little bit harder. And that's why I think it might be a little fun to do it this way. I'm ex- actually, I want to do that. I was, I was in on the bet, but this is actually way more exciting of an idea. I want to do this. Would, do you think it'll be dubbed over in different languages on Netflix? <laughs> like, can we, can we watch, one, <laughs> watch one in German? One third of the movie and like one in French, one in German, and, and, and the other in um, what's that other language? Swahili. No. I don't think they do that to <laughs> Coley watched Coco in Spanish. He did watch it in Spanish. But I feel like that's easy because I feel like so much of it mm. is like it's Naturally. in Mexico, so like it just kind of lines up. Yeah. Where if you watched, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like if you watched, it's like a super. Call me by your name in Spanish. Toy Story in Russian. Like I feel like yeah, that's, that, that, that may not work out too well. Uh, this, the re, so we, spot reaction. We don't get to do this often. We don't get news like this that breaks. Here's some reactions on Twitter. That's a lot of gifts. It doesn't translate well, but um, it's like probably won't watch it now unless until Michael it's on Scott, Netflix. No. Michael Scott, Kevin no gift. Uh, that one of Adam Devine from Netflix, where he's uh, oh, yeah, yeah. kind of just like shaking his head, and like yeah. mm-hmm. don't want that. <laughs> uh, gonna crush Netflix. Someone said need it longer. Okay, All right. Jesus Adam Feiger. Okay, <laughs> Martin Scorsese burner account. Yeah, need it longer. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Can you name me another movie like Gandhi? Well, what Gandhi was, was, what was Titanic? Uh, is this a Dances three? With wolves. Is this a three VHS film? <laughs> Dances with Wolves, I think, was a four VHS film. Oh, man. Titanic no, was it wasn't two. that long. Titanic was two VHS, but it was it wasn't three and a half hours, was it? It was like I think Titanic's like four hours when you watch it on TV. Yeah, exactly. With commercial breaks and everything. Yeah. Fuck. How long? So about... Dances with Wolves. Dances with Wolves is one hundred and eighty-one minutes, and and that was that was a two VHS uh, banger right there. And that was this might be three. This might be a three VHS movie. You're fucking nuts if you watch this movie. You, you better hope we don't have like VHS influencers that listen to the pod, and then you're gonna get just a bunch of VHSs, and they're like, "Oh, that guy listens. He watches VHSs." <laughs> how how awesome would it be? Was they decided to release a VHS version, but it wasn't three VHS tapes. It was one gigantic VHS tape, <laughs> like one of those big big fake checks they give yes. you for donating a lot of money. Yes, exactly. I would have liked that actually. This, I mean, this is surprising news. Let me get, let me just get to the rest of the releases on Netflix. Even if it piques your interest, uh, the Laundromat. That's going to be uh, September, uh, October eighteenth. Dolomite is my name. With that Eddie I'm Murphy. actually pretty excited for. Yeah, pumped for that. October twenty fifth, The King, November first on Netflix. All these are in theaters. Then in uh, hmm. then on um, 
I guess I mean I'm literally looking at the at the fucking logo Netflix, yeah. uh, the two popes, Atlantics, all that. Clogs. Are they two popes? Are they main main theater <laughs> releases or just indie theater? Uh, some will Smaller be indie. theaters, probably. Yeah. yeah, like the King is indie. Actually, I think this is mostly indie too. This is Irish. this is yeah. all indie. Yeah, yeah. Which is that? That's actually I'm actually surprised by that. I, I think it was. I think uh, Sinopolis and AMC they both demand 90 days between when it goes out in theaters and before you can put it on theirs. I guess these guys are giving them a month, so they'll be in indie mm-hmm. for a month and then they'll be on Netflix. But the Irishman, November 27th, that's the big release. Yeah, that's November yep. 1st, and then so it's not even 30 days. November 1st is it goes into mm-hmm. theaters. I, I miss the young Pope. Seeing the two Eddie, popes, I just want the young Pope back. Young sexy Pope. I miss him so He was so hot. And he smoked yeah, six and drank cherry, Dyg, cherry Coke Zero. He's so fucking the, sexy. Uh, yeah, the, the SNL, the SNL folks, Eddie Murphy's hosting mm-hmm. the promotion of uh, My Name is Dolomite, which is exciting because that's the first time I think he's been back on SNL in quite a while. Yeah, he deserves it. He, he, had, he like, just had a kid, didn't he? Eddie yeah. Murphy? Like I, this last year? I think Eddie Murphy's got a lot of kids. Yeah, he has like, I think, <laughs> I think nine does. kids or something, yeah. and he just had one. And he's like 50. I think we've actually talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's still got, what, 20 years before he hits, uh, like, no more sperm age? No, I mean, Mick. Mick just had one at, what, 72? True, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, good point. Mick, oh, he's pumping Lick. out kids left and right. Larry King had one. Yeah, he did. Yo, Five what, years ago, I feel like. What was Larry King? Was it eight? Eight, eight marriages? Wives? Eight yeah, wives? like that. That's crazy. Remember when he was a remarriage? I mean, after after three, yeah. we talked about uh, it's just maybe not for you. Yeah. How, how they re- how they He's cast a romantic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would you take off your pants? <laughs> <laughs> Expand on that. Let, let me serenade you. That's my Larry King. Is it good? Was that a good impression? Them, I don't listen to Larry King often. Yeah, them, good. them just not casting him in People vs. OJ and just putting a younger <laughs> wig on him and he just looked old as shit. Still, it's one of the I'm best fun. visuals. <laughs> Um, we have to do an ad read. We have a skit here, right, Ken Jack? Uh, we do indeed, Trill. I'll send it to you right now. Hello, and welcome to D23. <laughs> <laughs> My name, I'm sorry, my name is Giz Gunner, and I am the new head of product development for Lucasfilm. I'm happy to lead off today with a very exciting announcement. Lucasfilm, in conjunction with Red Apron, will be launching a brand new themed meal kit service. The name, you ask? Jar Wars. (laughs) All meals will be individually packed in Star Wars branded mason jars. It is very expensive, and the food will not hold long. But where else will you find meals like Pad Thai Amidala? BB Weight Watchers cookies. <laughs> Quinoa Canoa Gen. Quinoa. Uh, it's like Qui Gon Gen, but Quinoa Gen. So we'll just, we'll just workshop that one. Uh, Jabba the Nut Butter. Soda. <laughs> Stuffed Grape Leaves Palpatine. Nacho Fathers. Oh, God. Uh, Jar Jar Mints. Supreme Leader Smoked Salmon. Mace Fondue. Admiral Akbar. Just Admiral Akbar. General Ducks, Sunflower Cedo Shop First, <laughs> Trisket Fisto, Kylo French Toast, Broth, Naboo Berries, Alde Prawns, Roostafar, and Clams Camino. Uh-oh, looks like my time is up. Kathleen Kennedy is ushering me off stage with a sword. 
That's a terrible, terrible thing to do. You don't, you don't want to use that service. Well, instead, you want to use DoorDash. He didn't. By the way, he wasn't prompted to do soda, but he did. He, yeah, you were. Soda. <laughs> yeah, he, did. he knew it. Um, you want to use DoorDash instead. I mean, at this point, who brings their lunch anymore? No one brings their fucking lunch anymore. You gotta, you got, you gotta order, and you gotta use DoorDash. DoorDash is the best one. This is this is not even just for the ad. This, I mean, DoorDash because they go to the mom and pop places, and they go to like the. They they go to the I guess I can't uh, the chains Jesus mm-hmm. the chain guy that's embarrassing like Popeyes Taco Bell uh, yeah so if you're crushing it at work you know you're focused on your job uh, depending on what you do at your job we don't really do real work here I mean no. this is not like a real but if you do like real work for real world things to help actual people out DoorDash connects you to your favorite restaurants in your city uh, ordering is easy open the DoorDash app choose what you want to eat and your food will be delivered to you wherever you are. Not only is your favorite pizza joint already on DoorDash, but there are over 340,000 restaurants in 3,000 cities. That's a lot. So you might find a favorite, too. Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, Popeye's, Burger King, uh, Cheesecake Factory, which is always the coolest move. Again, just cheesecake. Just What would you order from DoorDash? Uh, three cheesecakes for lunch. I get cheesecake a lot. <laughs> oh, God. Like, almost any time I order food... I just, I'm like, yeah, throw it. Does that hold across delivery? Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Yeah, very well. Let the dinner, let the lunch come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our audience can get a $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LIGHTS, L-I-G-H-T-S. If you're in New York, it's 15 bucks already because everything's expensive. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter promo code LIGHTS. Don't forget, that's promo code LIGHTS for $5 off your first order. Oh, let's move on. We only got like a, two more things to go here. Simpsons sequel talk has started. Hmm. Sequel talk on the Simpsons. They're obviously with Disney now. Uh, uh, I don't know. Like people don't like. I mean, massive Simpsons. We have a bunch of massive Simpsons fans in our office. Coley, uh, PFT, uh, Mr. Withers. So just basically Hall of Famers for LCB. Are you a Simpsons fan, John? No, I, I I've never been a cartoon guy. Even as a child, I just didn't really like cartoons. Even the diehards after season twelve, they don't care anymore. Yeah, so, like, I've heard I don't. That. Like I guess it's like I think people like the movie. Coley saw it in theaters like eight times. What? But, yeah, he did. That's yeah, crazy. <laughs> um, so m- maybe the sequel, like fine, but like spinoffs as well. This doesn't do too much for me. But I like if it's a spinoff of the movie, like I'm in, I'm interested a little bit. But like hopefully it's something the fans will like, and it harkens back to the early seasons. Because I know most fans Wait, just a spin-off don't care movie anymore. or spinoff series. Spinoff movie. movie yeah. Oh, I thought it was a spinoff series. I thought they were doing a second, second movie and a spinoff series. Oh, maybe they are. I don't know. That that's wild. They, they talked do. a little bit about a spinoff series. Spinoff I don't series. Think will be... do a spinoff. Series. Yeah, that seems wild, right? True. True. Are you a Simpsons fan? We were talking about Simpsons with you. Yeah, I'm a Simpsons fan. But you're right on what you're saying. Like, um, I. I was in that age range when, like, uh, when I was six, I would want to watch The Simpsons because it was a cartoon. And and the Sim- this is like around the time when The Simpsons were being blamed for destroying the fabric of uh, family <laughs> values, family, in, yeah, right, in America, which is kind of quaint looking back on it. Um, but so that just made me want to watch The Simpsons more. And so I watched them growing up, and I watched them on syndication. And I grew up with The Simpsons. And then it just got to a point where I watched them again as an adult, and those. Those original run episodes, the first 10 years, are still brilliant. And I, I, I got to be honest, I, I can watch modern Simpsons. I still think they're fun, but I think it's more of a comfort than anything. Um, 
the Simpsons movie wasn't that good. So okay, I'm not best. Uh, yeah, I just it just suffered from some of the things I I didn't like. I don't like about the Simpsons and the way they've been the last 15 years, which is just reliance on cameos. And then every character has been flanderdized, which is ironic because that's where the trope of flanderdization, flanderdization comes from. Now, Homer's just Homer's used to be like not that stupid. Now he's just a straight up dummy. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, just pretty much. Like, so the whole the whole TV trope is the flanderization is when you take a character and you take what people love about that character and you make it their whole character. So that that character is really just like um, more like more even two dimensional than they used to be. I guess there's like no nuance. So like Flanders was like this pious family guy, and then he just became this ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. M- version of himself and that's where that came from does the simpsons fan base really dislike family guy because i know they go back and forth each other here and there i think they've all made up it, it was um if south park really went after family guy with that whole subplot of the family guy writer's room being i think it was a dolphin that yeah. or a porpoise that like put random things together um and then the whole simpsons thing was the simpsons did it which is essentially like a lot of the plots from family guy have been already done by the Simpsons, but mostly due to the fact that the Simpsons have pretty much just done everything. So I know no that that's one of the reasons I, I almost resent the, the Simpsons now and refuse to even get into it because every every, every week it's like the Simpsons predicted this. Like, yeah. They've been just writing shows for thirty years. Of course, sometimes there's going to be at least subtle crossovers between art and, and real life. Like, it's not genius. It's just repetition. It's <laughs> it's monkeys at a typewriter going to write Hamlet. It's fucking yeah. Sometimes you're just going to get something right. And they, don't get me wrong, they're very smart people. It's just the the credit they get. <laughs> there's is a story so every over week. The top. There's yeah. a story every there's, week. There's there's an incredible conspiracy theory right now involving the Simpsons, but I don't want to go too much into it because I think it 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 verges on the border of. Uh, probably not something you want to talk about but it involves the one conspiracy theory that's on everyone's brain and how that relates into the simpsons right so, right right have you heard so have you heard about that i mean i'm i you got me hook line and sinker okay. are, are we well, talking epstein here <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay it's, yeah it's, it's 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 like it ties in the simpsons to the epstein thing uh disclaimer it's a conspiracy theory I'm not saying I'm for or against it. I'm just saying it's Reporting out Reporting the news. Uh-uh. But again, that goes to your point. Literally everything that happens is tied in The Simpsons somehow. When I make right. our rundowns, like every week there's something like, uh, Jennifer Garner like said something about someone, like The Simpsons predicted it. Yeah. Like, okay. Homie, where are you flying? <laughs> <laughs> Homie. <laughs> Marge Yoda. There's our cross if we needed. Mar- Marge Yoda. <laughs> There's the tweet. There's the tweet for this episode. But, then that, but see, that sounds like a Family Guy joke. It does. A Santa's little helper island. <laughs> I, I I think that that joke has actually become so prevalent in culture today that just like randomly throwing together two things, which I guess is the Family Guy thing. Yeah, it's so frustrating to me. I I I I, I hate it so much. It's like that one time I, I saw. Vic, Dick Van Dyke at McDonald's, like mm-hmm. that's just like what the entire yeah. Which I mean, I fucking well, ate it up. I loved Family Guy. Oh, I did too. But now people, now that people learned that anyone can do it, yeah, that it is just two things. Like it, it's actually it's it's more than that. Where people will just say it. it's insults you get on Twitter, like shut the fuck up, you. Uh, 
Oh, now I can't do it. But, <laughs> but like, no, anyone can do it. You say. Leave it to the experts. Like, Jesus Christ! Like, oh, you fucking dildo diaper. Like that's not a thing. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And, and, like, it's the two words that sound funny together. I agree with that. Tell but Smitty it's, that it's not like a thing. It, 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 yeah. it pisses me off so much. It, it's it's this early two thousands brand of comedy that that came about before the. Um, I say the internet really expanded and collapsed upon itself. So, you know, the internet was there in the early 2000s, but you didn't have streaming video the way you had it now. So when people tuned in to Family Guy, they were making pop culture references and jokes in those cutaway gags that was refreshing at the time because it, it tickled that part of your brain that was like, oh, shit, like, I remember that episode of Growing Pains. That's funny they're making mm-hmm. fun of that. But now you just go on YouTube and there's a million parodies of everything. And so I don't think the humor is as... Uh, I don't think it, it, it is of the time as much as it was in the early 2000s. And then there also in the late 2000s was that that like random pirate monkey robot humor. It's like, oh, it's so random. Roar. <laughs> Roar XD, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, that's, I'm actually surprised we've never really gone deep dive into Family Guy. We've done it with SNL. We've exhausted SNL. We've, we've like picked apart SNL left and right. Um, we're actually, we were supposed to interview I, SNL writers, but they canceled. They big time canceled on us. Really? Yeah. Do you have a reason? I don't fucking know. Probably because yeah. they listened to our pod, didn't like our takes. Yeah. Because <laughs> we ripped on. Nah, now I can't think of any lame SNL skits. We oh, definitely we just a lot. shit. We shit on SNL every time we talk about it. So Except I'm sure for that Robo didn't Chomo. Help. We say Robo Chomo was a very good skit. That that was that was a very good skit. And then I'm going to put in a plug for SNL. The October 5th SNL, Phoebe Waller Bridge and Taylor Swift. That uh, that's extremely my shit. That's Who's like Phoebe Waller Bridge? Fleabag. She did a Fleabag. Oh, I love and, that. And the, oh, did and you? Killing. You, did you see the other show, Crashing? The Killing? No, not Crashing. Oh yeah, the Killing's good She's though. Yeah, cr- Crashing too. Yeah, with Pete Holmes. Crashing? No, 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 no. There's a different show called Crashing, starring oh. Phoebe. Whatever. The, as long as Phoebe's the star of Fleabag. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. She's just. It's the same as that character, and it's just on Netflix. Really? It's very yeah. bizarre. British, I watched the whole series, I think, Sunday afternoon. It's like six it's episodes. It's like wall of... breaks and everything? And no, everything, no, no, like... no, 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 no. Just her character in particular. Okay. The whole show is, is different. She's like writing feedback. part of Bond, she 25. Is, yeah. Really? Yep. Or the whole thing, yeah. She's a punch person. I love her. Fleabag was one of my favorite shows of the year. She was but in a... Crashing was Amazing. pretty disappointing. She, uh, she, they cast her in Star Wars and unfortunately forced her to play a really horny, weird robot in the yep. Star of the Han Solo movie. Gosh, she's getting typecast fast. Good, huh? ro- yeah. good robot. Yeah, that's funny that, robot. Complete way. I would. They need to cast her as something else again. It would be. Yeah. Wait, you like the robot? I liked it. It was funny. Like the socialist robot that started like the the uprising on uh, Kessel. It was it funny. Like, it feels like a bit. No, no, no bit here. It's a funny <laughs> robot. Um, all right. Uh, uh, no, we got two quick pieces of news. Woody Harrelson going to be in Venom two. We care. Uh, he's going to be carnage. We knew, this? We knew it already. Uh, yeah. We knew this. It's going to be carnage. No, like officially, officially. <laughs> I don't need to know it officially. This you is already knew. Yeah. All right. You guys kind of liked Venom, right? It was yeah, okay. Bad. You guys all gave like. You guys all gave in the seventies. We only liked it because we got a free comic when we went in. We did. Yeah, it was a sick comic. <laughs> no, I'm just giving it through that. Comic. Pages sticking I mean, out. I mean, what? don't hand me a comic when I go into the movie or a poster when they're like, "Here's your poster." Yeah. I'm just. This is gonna get ruined. Yeah, they do it like going to sports games too. Like going and on the way game back. The, so what is this hey, for? Kids, <laughs> you you want a Venom comic? <laughs> uh, Forty five a dime. But then the other one is Taika Waititi apparently uh, eyed for a role in James Gunn's Suicide Squad. I love reboot. this. Big fan. Now that's interesting. Big, big fan of this. That is very unexpected. That just a bunch of Marvel guys are going to be in this movie, yeah. which I like. Let them cross over. I don't fucking care. I'm, I mean, I'm into anything Taika Waititi does now. 
I mean, it's it's just going to be five years until Disney owns the rights to DC. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, you, I, you might as well start early. I have a theory. This is my theory. No one else's. My theory. This is nothing I read on the internet. Don't put any stock into this. I think that this idea came up from Taika and James Gunn talking about the future of Guardians and Thor crossing mm-hmm. over. Because they actually will, because we got that tease at the end of Endgame. As Guardians. I think, I think that's where this came from. Um, that's just some quick news. We we've, we talked enough about the Irish. The Irishman blew all this up, by the way. The Irishman, yeah. Rudo. Well, we had a very organized rundown here. Mm-hmm. Sorry if, if DoorDash is mad at us, took us so long to get to the read. It's because it's blame. You know what? DoorDash, don't get mad at us. Get mad at Martin Scorsese. That's mm-hmm. fair. I mean, he brought this upon himself with I mean, two hours. We should have two like, ten minutes. We should put like an effect, like the glass shatter stone, like Stone Cold, except it's like like a top of the morning, like some Irish jig plays the second I say the <laughs> I said the runtime and just destroyed the. Entire we're like run. we're yeah. gonna get ratioed on this tweet, not like a good ratio. We're yeah, like you yeah, want yeah. the three engagement? hours and thirty five minutes, <laughs> three hours and thirty five minutes. <laughs> you like that, don't you? No, we don't. <laughs> we don't like it, Martin. What if they just uh, wait? This is that Scott. Where's Haggis? Is that Scotland? It's Haggis is Scotland, yeah. Ah, damn. What if they give you Haggis on the way into the Irishman? Give me some fucking potato. I don't know. <laughs> um, on the way in. Yeah. Hey, you want some whiskey on the way into the theater? <laughs> we, we, we should you, do a video. being played in the background. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a video where we go to the Irishman, yes. we hand out potatoes to yeah. the audience. <laughs> oh, God. That, oh. <laughs> we would get called Paul Magvet for that, I'm sure. I'm certain. Uh, um, okay. Let's, uh, let's, let's do this fucking movie. This this stupid fucking movie. I'm sorry if I did. I just give away what I think about Angel Has Fallen. Uh, Angel Has Fallen, the third movie in the Has Fallen cinematic universe. Um, the first one was Olympus Has Fallen. The second one was Fantastic. London Has Fallen. Great. I okay. So I don't like London Has Fallen. We'll get into that. Okay. And Olympus Fallen. I had a I had a good time with. I don't think it's a great movie. I had a really good time with it. I liked right. it more. Than oh, well, neither of them are great movies, but they're. Yeah. they're I thought they were both very fun. Angel Has Fallen. Authorities take secret age uh, secret service agent Mike Banning. Into custody for the failed assassination attempt of U.S. President Alan Trumbull, uh, played <laughs> by Morgan Freeman. After escaping from his captors, Banning must evade the FBI and his own agency to find the real threat to the president. Desperate to uncover the truth, he soon turns to unlikely allies, his father, played by Nick Nolte, to help clear his name and save the country from imminent danger. 39% of Rotten Tomatoes, 6.8 IMDb. Metacritic, I don't even see the score. Metacritic must have just been, been like, fuck this. We're not putting this mm-hmm. movie on our database. Uh, the audience for LCB gave this movie a 44. A 44 out of 100. Uh, myself, Jeff, 26 out of 100. Yep. I preferred this over London Has Fallen, actually. Oh, I you're thought, nuts. I thought, you're nuts. <laughs> I thought London Has Fallen oh. was incoherent nonsense. No, 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 no. But London Has Fallen was fun. This wasn't fun. This was I had such high hopes for this movie because London and Olympus fun, but neither like I'm not going to fucking fight you on it. They're not they're not good movies, but they're 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 a great Netflix movie on the couch. They're Watchable, a great yeah. Sunday afternoon movie. It's something on F- if it's on FX, you're going to fucking. I mean, I think I gave Olympus a sixty, which is that's like for a movie that I'm going to see on cable. That's perfect. Yeah, that's great. That, that's that, that's I'd, I'd give it probably in the seventies, but I think that that's a fair assessment. But this movie, I had seen good reviews of it before. I went to it, and I, I had... It has a 95% approval from the audience on Rotten Tomatoes. That's, that's crazy. That's absolutely absurd. That's insane. You guys are fucking <laughs> That's idiots. the highest rated one of the of the trilogy. Yeah, everyone mm-hmm. said it's the best one. I thought I saw... I think so. What, what's I called it? Perfectly competent dad cinema. I saw people <laughs> saying fairly nice things about a franchise they never say nice things about, which is why I went in thinking... 
that this was going to be the fast five of the Fallens. I thought this was going to be the part <laughs> where they what a statement where they fully embrace, like really, That's really cool. embrace the ridiculousness of everything, and say, "All right, we're done even pretending we're anything but just fucking action porn, and we're going to throw in just some fun lines, and it's just going to be a good time at the theater." And that they went the complete opposite way than I thought they were going. I'm going to read before I get Trill and Kendrick's. I'm going to read some audience reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Uh, nice wrap up of the Mike Banning saga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God, it's what we needed. We needed that <laughs> great pack, great packed action movie and funny. I think that's a typo. Completely disagree. Uh, oh. Good action movie, but just like every action movie, you have to go and expecting some far fetched stuff. Otherwise, don't go act. Don't go to action movies. Definitely worth the money for the ticket. Outstanding third movie to the series. Well-directed and executed. Here we go. It was absolutely amazing. Lots of action and fireworks. I love Morgan Freeman and Gerard Butler. Nick Nolte is great, too. Good always wins over evil. Wow, that's very inspiring. (laughs) Very inspiring. That's essentially what it was. Um, someone did not like it. This really comes down to the directing. It is an it is a incredibly bad directing. Yep. Agree. Strong. Strong Uh, agree with that. I, I think this is... I I I do think this is better than London Has Fallen. I I do. There's no. There's no it's not even close. It's not even close. <laughs> this, I can't differentiate any of them anymore. Wh- I, it's a just a big soup of Mike Banning. <laughs> yeah. And, and you could, you put a you put a spoon into it. And you make it you make it a piece of London in one, and you may get a piece of Olympus in the mm-hmm. other. And whatever this movie was, you might get a piece. I just I. You could take all these movies and and just put them on a hibachi grill and chop them up and re-edit them, and you so could wrong. you could make one movie out of all three <laughs> movies combined. Breaking just news: nothing. It's down to a ninety-four percent. But you're wrong. you're right, Trill. It's it's no, you're Trill. You're wrong. Well, Trill, what's your score? What's your score? I give it a fifty-five. Oh, that's way too high. <laughs> way too high, Trill. No, but it wasn't. It, it's not horrible. It I, is I, like. This one is I, actually genuinely bad. This one is a bad movie. I the, like Nick Nolte. No. I liked him. Ah, he was awful. Here's the deal with this. It starts off. I started off right away with just a terrible taste in my mouth because I hate when movies start like this one did where you're like – you're just sitting there for five minutes. You're like, I know you didn't drop me into the middle of the war. Yep. Tell me that it's a training scene or whatever the fuck it is. Tell me it's a dream, whatever you're doing. And you just get more and more annoyed the further and further they go into it. So right away I was pissed off. I was like, this is – that was a terrible way to start a movie when you just know that's not what's happening right now. You know you're not really fighting that battle. And then from there <laughs> – I took notes this movie. <laughs> I took notes. From there, the fight choreography, terrible. There was no good fights in this movie. No, there was – no, yeah, the, the, action, the action. There was no – this wasn't even an action movie. <laughs> there were like – it was either – so when he gets caught in the car, right, that's just pitch black. You're just hearing thuds. By the way, if you if you're like they're spoiling the movie, fuck you. Yeah, I mean, there's no <laughs> spoiler. The 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 the, when, the the car scene. There's just you can't see any of the fighting. The fight scene at the end, everything's blurry. The fight that usually in most of the movies there are like four battles that are like they just everything else is just stringing together to a battle, mm-hmm. right? In London Has Fallen, you have like the initial attack. Then of you course, have we the, remember this. The, the fight on the underground. And then you have yes, yes. the at the MI6. I don't the, the MI6, I remember that movie. The MI5 fight, the, the safe house. It didn't happen. And the, or maybe it did. <laughs> I don't know. And, 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 
and then you have it all. I mean, Olympus is falling into the constant fight scene, but there are a couple of good battles every scene, every movie. There were none in this one. There wasn't a single good one, even up on the mountain. It's just pitch black and with explosions. There's nothing really happening. The big thing to me, though, was they tried to humanize Mike Banning, and you can't that, humanize yes, Mike Banning. Yes. He's a superhero. Embrace that. He does, He's not going to die. Just try fun ways to kill him that he survives through. Don't give him fucking concussions and daddy issues and shit. He's Mike <laughs> Banning. He doesn't live on this reality. Amidst all of the ridiculousness of what this review is, like real I – hate, I hate saying real talk. Whatever, real talk. That is the biggest problem with this one. Ken yep. Jack, what's your score? Because then I want to get into that. Uh, I think I'm going to give it a 51. I think I'm right, like a little bit lower than Shrill, but like genuinely, yeah. genuinely in like that uh, sort of area. I think the hand-to-hand fight choreography, I agree with you, is terrible. I don't know what they're thinking, but I, I guess especially with, with uh, Butler and Denny Huston, who's like both of them are a thousand years old. Right. Like you need to kind of like use a lot of shaky cam and make sure you, you can't actually see how old and slow they are. <laughs> it wasn't even like shaky cam. It was just like, <laughs> like we're just going to blur the screen. Exactly. We're, we're yeah. going to put the whole thing out of focus like here. I want the unedited footage because it's just two, <laughs> two older men hugging each other with their pants falling down. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. Like, oh, we'll handle this in post. Exactly. Wait, you what are like, you giving? Oh, my fucking I, I mean, I'll give it like you know low what? 20s. Okay. Okay. I'll give it, I'll give I, it 22. Fair. True. Throw your point. What? I just – this is just so ridiculous. I, I enjoyed watching it. It's so stupid. The, the gunfights are good though, right? This doesn't make sense. You, th- you, think, you think after a while they've – they would stop putting Mike Banning in places because just bad stuff seems to follow this guy. I actually like that. And then I like after that. all he goes through at the end, they're like, so you want to you wanna lead up the Secret Service? And he's like, yeah! Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? I think the gun choreography was, was decent, which is usually all I want out of a movie like this. I think that the way they kind of set Even, up the bad guys, it's very predictable. It's like the most predictable movie of all time. The second they introduce like a private military company, I'm like, all right, they're oh, the yeah. bad guys, right. 100%. And it, like, as soon as you see the vice president, oh, what's his name? Fucking, um, what's the three-name guy that plays him? The vice president in this, the bad uh, guy. Yeah, Tim yeah, Blake Nelson. I'm like, all right, bad guy. He right was, there, bad guy. T- I, I hate yeah. his casting. Way too short. Yeah. Way too short. And just don't use him. We're gonna there, There's going to be like a short president in the modern era is going to be like the last thing that happens. Oh, and everyone's yeah. going, oh, we're going to have a gay president. We're going to have a gay president long before we got a five-foot-two president. Yeah. Alien president before we have far <laughs> too short. Martian. A short president would be the one to just randomly try to attack Russia just because. <laughs> yeah, like, why yeah. not? Like, let's just do it. See what happens. That was so – like, that made me fucking cringe. But I, I want to get back to the to the big thing. I want to get back to the big thing. Mike Banning is not a character that I that I feel things for. I just want to watch him. I just want to watch him save the day. Exactly. Like, right? Like that. Like and like again. I I'm firm in that. I do think this is a better overall movie than one that has fallen. But at least one that has fallen. I don't. I don't have to care about the guy. Mm-hmm. I care about the event. Right. And that's the same with Olympus has fallen. You care about like white the White House. You care about like the country. Right. This I I don't. I don't care about him. I what <laughs> there. They saw. Oh, sorry, sorry. Hold on. There's a slow mo scene when he gets arrested. That I feel like the way it's like shot, you're supposed to be like, "Oh no, uh, Mike!" <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Mike. Mike Benning. is just a vehicle. Like he might, Mike, <laughs> yeah, Mike just, action, yep. He didn't in this movie. He didn't have one meat headline. He didn't have one in London has fallen. Like when uh, <laughs> you remember pre- lines when President Asher, <laughs> President, President Asher, Asher, yeah, in, in the uh, in the MI six safe house or MI five, oh, MI, yeah, yeah. And, and he comes out and like shoots the like last soldier trying to kidnap them, and he's like wondering you were coming, like when you were wondered when you were gonna come out of the closet. Like I need those <laughs> lines from Mike Banning. There was another one when they're like, Mike, what are you made of? He's like, bacon. Oh uh, no, what is it? 
bourbon and bad decisions. <laughs> like that's what that's I it. need from Mike Banning. I need. So he goes, "What are you, you going to name your son Ben?" Oh, he's, he jokes, says, "Yeah, we're going to think we're thinking about naming my kid Benjamin." And President Ashley goes, "Wow, really?" He goes, "Yeah, maybe if it was a girl." <laughs> like those, those are the lines I need from Mike Piece Banning. Of shit, Mike Banning. This <laughs> yeah. a, this what an one, asshole! It, it wants you to like him. Yeah, the, the, the whole movie. Is it's like it was filmed so it could be used as reference CGI for Call of Duty Twenty Eight <laughs> special special Dude, force operations. This was literally the, almost the it's exact a gigantic cutscene. It was almost the exact plot of Modern Warfare Two, like almost to a T. It was just like someone trying to force a war between Russia and the United States. Like it was almost that exact thing. Down, like it's crazy. I kind of, I kind of liked it because it's so stupid. It was enjoyable. It was like watching. It was like watching the worst part. Of a a first person shooter video game without getting to play. Imagine you. This was so true. Have you not seen the first two? This was. <laughs> these are you're describing all of the movies, but the first two were fun. This one just wasn't. It just wasn't no, I, good. I I remember Olympus has fallen because I I am about eighty two percent. The White House was there, but <laughs> the other no 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 I that, don't, that was White House. I don't down. even know if they went to London and London has fallen. <laughs> it, it could have been London, Kentucky. I don't know. I, I can't remember shit about this movie. And tomorrow, I will not be able to remember shit about this movie except for the fact it has one of the dumbest names of a movie in cinematic history ever. Angel has fallen, and I don't care how many times you can explain to me, it's still a stupid name. Mm. Uh, do you rank it the same way I do, where it's like it's Olympus, London, and then Angel, like, like <laughs> in order of descending goodness? I don't know. I don't know what I rank <laughs> London. I can't even remember London has fallen anymore. All right, but Olympus would be I, higher than this. Yeah, Olympus is for sure. I can kind of remember that one, but even then. I get it mixed up with White House Down all the time. Yeah, me too. You could show me either movie side to side, and I don't think I don't think aside from seeing Gerard Butler and Channing Tatum, I'd be able to differentiate. The, the, you know, want to know another another big problem with this movie? <laughs> this fucking movie. Zero zero. Mike Banning head stabs. Yeah, that was yeah, that was Mike's stab. move. Mike loves stabbing brains. That's what Mike wait, Banning wait, loves wait, wait. to do. Can we can we determine something? Yes. Are you right now? Hashtag not my Mike Banning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is like who is this guy? PC Mike. Hashtag not Don't my like Mike. He guy. Didn't, didn't have one just overly meat headline. He usually has about five per film. He was then, going through it. He was like addicted to painkillers. All right, give was, him a break. That was crazy. That whole thing was unnecessary. He just although that was funny. Computer sales. Um, but the like I, I couldn't wait to get. I, I was so sure that we were going to get someone stabbed in the brain in this movie mm. that I couldn't wait to get out and tweet. Mike Banning just loves stabbing people in the brain. That was in the first movie. That was that was his threat to yep. the uh, the North Korean North delegate. Korean dude, he said, yeah. "I'm gonna I'm gonna take my knife and I'm gonna put it through your brain." Then in, in London has fallen. He does a couple brain stabs. I thought for sure we were getting one today. Nothing. I'm just incredibly disappointed. And the the thing was that they didn't embrace the ridiculousness. But in in like the the action itself, like take Mike Banning and just like drive a car from building to building in mm-hmm. Dubai, like do what yeah. they did. It just it make it ridiculous. But the plot itself was so ridiculous that like he didn't he wanted to risk billions of dollars to not kill Mike Banning. Mm-hmm. Like you could just kill him, just him to murder him right there. You could, yeah, you could just you could you could still frame him. Yeah, he's also kill him. Well, whilst dead. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, like he accidentally killed himself, but like that's all the evidence points to him, and that's it. 
So I do remember the head stab thing, and I thought that for sure that was going to be the, like, so Danny Huston's, like, second in command, the guy that kind of looks like Joey Bosa. I thought that guy was going to be head stabbed for sure. I thought he was getting a super dramatic death, and he got blown up by, like, the, in the helicopter at the end of the movie. Like, you know, the guy who was like, you're fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, He yeah, just, yeah. like, walked down to the helicopter, got blown up. I thought that guy, throughout the entire movie, I'm like, that guy's getting a really gruesome death He's for sure. And he didn't get it. He just kind of blew up, which is, like, uh, kind of a little bit lazy. A little bit lazy by Grenade Mike. We want Knife Mike. We want him back. I'm going to tweet out. I'm tweeting out. Hashtag not my mic. Not my mic banning. Not my mic. Going to get it trending. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure everyone's going to know exactly what we're what talking about. What are the about. diehard Fallen fans? Fallen heads? What are we going to call them? <laughs> mm-hmm. Fallen fans? Let's call them Fallen fans. Yeah, why not? Hey, hashtag Fallen fans unite. Get this trending. Not my mic, Bannon. Banning, banning, banning. Mike Bannon, yeah, he's, he's Steve Bannon's younger. You don't even he's know his name. <laughs> Do you know that they it's refer just... to this franchise as the Fallen franchise? Makes sense. It, it makes should be sense. the Has Fallen franchise. It does say Has Fallen before every, or after yeah. everything. Yeah, but still, uh, fall, Fallen's fine. I'm okay with that. How'd this become a franchise? The Life Alert franchise. <laughs> I don't, yeah, you're right. I don't know how it did. I, I thought London Has Fallen was stretching it in terms of the concept. I thought they took a concept that was, was, was kind of cool. And then they, they, they redid it in a different place. And then this one, they brought it back, but they had a different president. Yep. So what are they going to do next well, well, time? I mean, are they just going to replace – they're going to bring Aaron Eckhart back to be the president again, but then they're going to replace Gerard Butler, and then Gerard Butler is going to be the vice president? He hands like, off the torch. got something different. Hands off the torch to like a new Mike Banning, like the new social or no, new social security guy. That actually is, is this movie, basically. <laughs> He's the director <laughs> of uh, Health and Human Services. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how how old is is uh, Gerard Butler? I would guess late forties. Yeah, I was just, he's not that old, but he does not move well. No, and he, his face is very forty nine. He, his he looks like uh like the situation. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that, that <laughs> super harsh laugh line like, yeah. down the side. He's yeah, he's got yeah. like like a bulbous nose. Yep. I don't, I don't know. I think the situation's situation was he had some work done. I don't know if Gerard Butler mm-hmm. did the same Should. thing. But the remember, he's got a very weird inflated face. Yes. That might be alcoholism as well. I don't know. He's Mike Banning. He's going through a rough patch right now. He had a you remember very when nice Gerard sense. Butler played the Phantom at the Opera? Yes. No. Yes, that was yeah. an, that was a bad movie. But, but he wasn't a very good singer. Did he sing? Uh, was, he, was it dubbed over? I believe it was dubbed over. I don't know if it was actually him singing. I don't know. Uh, that that oh, actually oh. kind of segues into our next question about it. I don't know if we want to wrap up. Has, has fallen. I, I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I, I, this, I was going to do... Is well, I was going to have two big questions. Is this franchise memorable at all? I think we answered no. that question. No. Fights from you remember it. Oh, yeah. I remember it. You remember every day. You may have written the first two movies. I don't know. but Someday... When I'm 45, I'm going to be walking into a Thornton's uh, or Speedway convenience store. I'm going to look down in the bin, $2. and there's going to be there's going to be Olympus is falling sitting there in the bin, and then I'm going to just not even notice it, and I'm going to just chuckle at a Tom and Jerry DVD in the bin instead. <laughs> My brain's just going to gloss over this shit. It's I, not memorable. I think it's I think it's a really great Sunday afternoon movie. If you're looking for something on Netflix and you don't want to watch The Irishman, watch Olympus is falling three times instead. Yes. Well, I think this is a, then that's why I didn't rate this that harshly. Is it's by itself, it was it was fun, it was acceptable. It was it was a it was a dollar slice of pizza. Comparatively speaking, slice of pizza. it doesn't even hold a candle, Trill. The other one's no. seventy fives. This one, garbage, garbage. <laughs> 
Well, let's tie it in the Gerard Butler's what Ken Jack was getting at. Let's. T- what is his best movie? And not even that. Has Gerard Butler been in any great movies? Great, no. Law Abiding Citizen isn't great. Uh, no, I mean Law Abiding Citizen. I consider great, but I don't think mm. people the I, ultimate I, cable movie. Yeah, I, I, think, I mean, I, I think he's been in a handful of great movies. If you ask me, but if I'm, if I'm just gauging what the public thinks. Uh, then no, I, th- I think Rock and Roller was an objectively great movie. Like I think that was actually his best performance and also a movie in my opinion. But not a lot of American did you see The Vanishing? I loved The Vanishing. Yeah, see, like that's one I don't think would be. That would probably be considered more objectively great than like personally great that from by like most of our audience and everything. Like yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. The Vanishing was really the Vanishing is just the lighthouse before the lighthouse, more or less, right? Yeah. Like a, a less artsy the yeah. lighthouse, a little bit less, little bit less artsy. Yeah, <laughs> I uh. I thought Den of Thieves was a little underrated. Oh, Den, I forgot about Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves, yeah. fantastic. That's movie. A basically Butler an offshoot role. of <laughs> the Has Fallen That's franchise. A Gerard Butler role. Yeah, the uh, Den of Thieves the coming baby. home and then in the kitchen, yeah, trying to sneak I, around the, his wife. Yeah. The beard, he I, needs I that beard. That beard helps cover up so you much. You could argue that back. the only really good movies he's been in is How to Train Your Dragon franchise. I haven't seen that. It has a very high rating and very good returns. Uh, the gross they make the fa- is a lot. Phantom of the Opera was okay. I, I liked Phantom of the Opera. Uh, P.S. I Love You. That uh, made me well up in tears. That's a sad movie. That, yeah, that 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 was where he died, right? And she keeps opening the letters from yeah. him. Yep, that's that one. Was it was it Rachel McAdams? In that no, it was. Or I want to say Hilary Swank. Was uh, you're absolutely you're absolutely right. Boom. Mm-hmm. It was Hilary Swank. <laughs> No, yeah, that was a good one. That was, I think that was a very strong performance by him, even though he was only in for like the opening 25 minutes. Uh, you want to play the game where he guessed his box office numbers? I think we determined he's not been in any great movies. Unless you consider How to Train Your Dragon, but I wouldn't call that a Gerard Butler movie. How to Train Your Dragon has to be like the top grossing one by far. It doesn't even teach you How to Train Your Dragon. It really doesn't. That's kind of no. fucked about it. I didn't learn. Den, Den of Thieves we, is another one I, I want. Gerard Butler's been in a lot of great movies, actually. I don't know how I forgot about that, because it's the only movie I have on my iPad, so anytime I'm ever on a plane that doesn't have TVs, I watch Den of Thieves. It's entertaining. I've probably, I've probably seen it 12 times. Den of Thieves is great. And, yeah, I, I think it's very underrated. Um, but, top five Gerard Butler box office movies. What do you think they are? Boy. One of the has fallen for sure. Three, none, none the first number good. one, 300. Three uh, incorrect. I don't think so. No, I think one. Of, I think one of the he's host- never made a movie above six hundred and twenty million dollars. Just like you're talking oh, about, is top five not incru- not including Tired uh, Training Dragon, right? No, that, that's included. Okay, so all three of those for sure. <laughs> yeah, okay, like, you knocked out three. Literally of the all three of those. The top 100%. three are Dragon Two, Dragon Three, Dragon One. Okay, so those three. So what are the probably other two? Olympus has fallen. Nope. Um, Olympus has fallen made one hundred and seventy million dollars worldwide. The James Bond movie. Geostorm is number five. Three hundred is not top. What five. tomorrow never dies. Yeah. So that one actually is in his top five, but it, like it doesn't. Oh no, it is. He, he doesn't, but he's not really in it all that much. Yeah, yeah no, I, that I that's actually that's weird. Wh- which Laura Croft like, was he in? It like doesn't rank it for worldwide. It's weird. It like grays it out. So we'll say no to tomorrow never dies. You said Geostorm. What's the other one, Trill? Did you guess three hundred has to be up there too? It's three hundred. It is. Well, I said three hundred. I know you. That's why I just credited you. That's why. I, I, threw, I, threw, I threw it out first. $456 million. Yes. 494 for How to Train Your Dragon 1. 519 for How to Train Your, Train Your Dragon 3. 621 for the first one. Where's uh, Bounty Hunter? I like that movie. That was pleasant. Uh, that was not good either. Bounty uh, Hunter made $136 million. <laughs> $136 million? Holy shit. Did you see the trailer for that animated movie, Missing Link, John? No. With, with uh, Zach Galifianakis and Hugh Jackman? It's like a, it's a stop motion movie. No, uh, it cost 125 million dollars to make. It made like 30 million dollars. Just came out That's this tough. year. Really That's tough. Was, yeah. he, was he in the uh, the McConaughey Bale the Dragon Reign of Fire? Was yes. he in that? Yes, right? he was in Reign of Fire. Yeah, 
That was a strong one. I don't think it made a lot of money, but I didn't. I didn't hate that movie. That's a TNT one. I don't feel like that was a strong one. No. Okay. Let me rephrase. It is not a good movie. That is a fact. But it is a <laughs> TNT movie that I would watch whenever it was on, just to see bald Matthew McConaughey with that battle axe charging into the dragon. It was sick as hell. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's one of those movies you can watch before watching people play um, Smash Brothers on TV. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I think it's a good way of describing it. So related to all of this is action movies in general. Mm. Gerard Butler's in a lot of them, and this is just a flat-out action movie. I well, was also, by the way, just uh, as a side, I read a, a New York Post article fairly recently. It was before The Vanishing came out about what box office poison Gerard Butler is. I was surprised by all of those numbers. Yeah, I don't even the dragons aside, like like even even the bounty hunter, 120 million. I don't think so any much. of that's really box office poison. Poison is like poison. You have nothing over 500 million. Yeah, poison means you would ruin movies that should be good, and that would mean. Yeah, well, I, poison, I, don't, I don't think Gerard Butler has ever really ruined. If you told a movie. me he was poison, I'd say shit. Then the How to Train Your Dragons must not have made much money, but they they made okay money. They, and even I, I think that that's probably a little bit of a curveball because it's a cartoon. But like, I I don't think Gerard. I don't think a movie's ever been bad because of Gerard Butler. I'd, uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. I think yeah. I'd agree with that. I don't think I've ever watched a movie be like Gerard Butler is bad. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, th- I think he. I think he adds more to movies than that would be. They'd be worse with another character in them. Yeah, another what, actor in them. What movies could you name that if you said Gerard Butler was in them, you'd probably not nod and say, "Yeah, he's in that like, movie." Like Taken like, Three. If, I, if you told me he was in Taken Three, I'd be like, "Yeah, sure, he was like a." Yeah, no, I'd be like Gerard, Gerard Butler. He has a minor role at Snowpiercer. Yeah, would you buy that? Yeah, of course. Snowpiercer is a great movie. It is a great movie, but he had a minor role in Snowpiercer. Oh, he did for real? No, no, he didn't. (laughs) I was was about to say, I recently saw that he for sure did not. Well, we we did that because we had somebody once who didn't realize that Mark Wahlberg was in the town, and so we like joked them about Mark Wahlberg being in the town. He, he, he stopped. <laughs> he, he noticed the trap too okay, early. Okay. He noticed the trap. <laughs> yeah, he's not in town. We've done we, yeah. we don't. You cannot prove that Mark Wahlberg is not in the town. We photoshopped him into the poster once. <laughs> Actually, I think I'm going to re-retweet that. We just photoshopped him in like who loves the great Mark Wahlberg movie, The Town. It just looks like he fits right in. By the way, I tweeted out the hashtag not my mic graphic. It's a graphic. And the first reply was, I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, let's do top five. Okay, oh, let me do a recap, sorry, of our scores for Angel Has Fallen. I gave it a 26. Uh, The audience gave it a 45. Ken Jack, a 51. Uh, Trill, a 55. John, what'd you give it again? You gave it a 20? I'm going to give it a 22. 22. Just just pure disappointment for 22. me. Uh, top five most overrated action movies. That's what we're going to go with. You're going to go first, since you're the guest. Five, then, four, three, two, one. Yeah, yeah. So f- you're so first, you're, you're five. You're going to yeah. go five, and then, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Ken Jack, you go second, then, my, uh, then, then Trill, third, and then myself, fourth, and the audience, fifth. All right. Number five most overrated action movie. First Blood. Ooh. Strong take. First, I like it. First Blood is, first of all, because no one calls it First Blood. It's, it's Rambo. Rambo. It's Rambo. So if you're not actually referred to by your real name, you can't be that good a movie. And and again, <laughs> it's it's also, <laughs> Trill's kind of just like quietly not like that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it like, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> um, and and it, it's, I, I, I want to be clear with these. Rambo's fine. See, I just did it again. First mm-hmm. Blood's fine. I, I, I liked it. It was fine. Oh, yeah, this is, by the way, this is not a saying I'm not saying bad. it's bad. Let's preface that. Not bad. Not oh, bad. by the way, Instagram and Twitter won't understand that tomorrow. Right, to, yeah. right. And so I just want to listen to the listeners, yeah, though. Yeah. Not saying it's bad. 
I, I, I've seen Rambo probably a handful of times since I first watched it when I was a kid. It's just it's it's very it, it's just older movies are bad or older movies are overrated. It does not hold up. It's the 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 fight scenes are just they're really those are really bad. Poorly choreographed they're, they're for sure. So so mm-hmm. poorly choreographed. It just doesn't do it for me. That's very fair. I Surprising. Frank Reynolds saying they drew first blood is better than probably Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> they drew first blood. <laughs> you're, do, you're doing Rambo right now. <laughs> uh, Ken Jack, what's your number five most overrated action movie? Uh, my number five, I would have never thought of putting on this list if it wasn't for our goddamn audience. And it's uh, Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Because it fucking sucks ass. It is so bad. It is... It's terrible. It is an unwatchable. I'm not even a five five. I just don't understand why our audience thought this was good. It's That's a what I'm shit saying. Movie. Well, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They voted into like what is it their, their number three best Fast and Furious movie or something like that? Like that's fucking bonkers that is it was such a bad movie so that's how it's making it overrated it might not be like in general audiences overrated but our audience rates it way too high okay that's fair i was gonna save this when i was supposed to come on for fast and furious i was gonna save this to be reveal on that episode i'll reveal it here never even seen the fucking it's movie fucking no awful. desire to see it good Die hard fast good. Furious, you know what? good for you holy Love shit the franchise my Integrity. favorite franchise in tele on on in film that no, doesn't have any of the family in it. The trailers look awful. I got no desire to see too fast. <laughs> Young Hank Hill racing cars. It's so yeah. stupid. It's complete trash. Trail <laughs> number five. So number five for me is Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Ooh. It has uh, nine hundred thousand nineteen seven hundred and ninety one ratings on IMDb. I think that's about two thousand ratings too much. I think it should be more like. <laughs> 917,791, so just a little bit overrated by about 2,000 ratings. I mean, it's it's an easy thing to say overrated because it is rated so fucking high. Oh, I think it's a great movie. Why, wait, I'm what's the... It, did I, did we miss a it, joke? I mean, I just... I, I don't know. Did I misinterpret this? <laughs> I fucking hate you. I hate you. <laughs> I'm just... I, I'm just saying, like... It, it, 900,019 people rated this movie. I would have expected 917,000 people to rate it. So it's just a little bit overrated on IMDb. I've never ended a podcast early. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely – I want to destroy this podcast. Of all the bits we've done. All right. This is going to be a fun four through one. Uh, my number five is <laughs> – let me be clear. That was absolutely fucking hilarious. Uh, my, my number five is Mission Impossible 3. The one with Philip Seymour Hoffman by J.J. Abrams. Mm, I, I whenever I say I like I love Mission Impossible 1, then I mention the previous three. People are like, eh, like what about 3? Yeah, 3 is good, but I, I don't think 3 is great. I don't Where's the rabbit's foot? Like, I don't like that fucking plot line. Yeah. Like, I, I'm just mm. not into that. And I love Philip Seymour Hoffman. I just think he his character wasn't as good as it could have been. I think Mission Impossible 3 is a little overrated. That's uh, fair. Uh, audience. Uh-oh. Coley hates our audience. Do you know that? No, but it seems like I'm about to. Number five, The Fast and the Furious. Just the first one? Yeah. That's fair. Okay, okay, okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. I, it, is, it, is, it, it is very overrated as a movie. It is very underrated as a cultural force. Yes. That's, oh, agree. I agree with that. Strong agree, Trill. Not a good movie, but an important movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, You know, actually, I would... I would, to quote Quentin Tarantino, reject the hypothesis of someone who's like a movie snob and hates on Fast and Furious. It's, it is culturally important. Whether actually, and actually, even if you think it's a bad thing, that's culturally important. That's but it is. It is. Yeah. It's, it's an impact. It impacted the film industry, and it still does. 
Uh, can so, I, so many people bought Civics after that. <laughs> that as well, the car industry and VH, uh, VCRs. Uh, okay, John, second. Uh, by second, I mean fourth. Fourth, Black Panther. Okay, so you're including comic movies. Oh, shit. shit. Yeah, sorry. Fuck. My, that, that one's... Ah, fuck. My bad. <laughs> no, I, just, I didn't get that until we got in here, and then even when you said yeah, that, no, when we sat down, I didn't think about it. I'm trying to think of a quick one to, to change it up. I mean, you can. Uh, you can. Yeah, I mean, you, you do it. Like, like, all right, Black Panther. I mean, Black Panther, is that really going to throw off all like the Twitter stuff and things like that? No. Okay, fine. I'm sticking with it. Black Panther. I, I thought Black Panther was a, a meh Marvel movie. I understand the cultural importance of that one but and the cultural significance and all that stuff, but I thought the movie itself in a vacuum to me, I, I, a, a middle-aged, not middle-aged white guy, but 30-year-old white guy, <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah. I would say, I, I, as someone who gave the movie a 90, technically it's overrated because I don't think it had any business being nominated for an Oscar. Right. Oh, I forgot I got nominated for an hand. Oscar. Oh, I my think God. In, in that that respect, might be number one. In that respect, I think it's, it's, it is overrated. Now, my, the thing that sets me up, people are like, it's trash. Uh, it's, it's just it's, not trash. It's, no, it's not, it's not, not a bad movie. It's not, not a bad no. movie, it's, no. It's one of the better Marvel movies, in my opinion. For sure. It's in the top, but, but I think, top 75th percentile. But, but I think in terms of like where it was viewed last year, and like I, I think I'm glad it got recognition for the cultural impact, but I, and it's a, it, that's also an important movie. Yeah. It's one of the highest movies of all time. Yeah, definitely. But in terms of best picture... Overrated. Now, and it's not the most overrated movie to be nominated for Best Picture last year. But actually, was can I even call Bohemian Rhapsody overrated? Huh. It, well, if we're, if we're calling movies that were not that were wrongly uh, nominated, critically overrated. Yeah, if we're calling yeah. movies that were wrongly nominated, then yeah, overrated. No, 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 I'll, I'll accept that. Okay. I'll, I'll, I just I had to weed it out because some people put some action movies so tough to fucking that that that's one I thought was very actiony. I guess it. I mean, I, is I Happy Gilmore an action movie because he. He fights Bob Barker, right? Oh, come on. We're comparing Black Panther and Happy (laughs) Gilmore. Very similar. Many people have said. Uh, Ken Jack, number four. Uh, my number four is Jurassic World. Uh, it's like one of the highest grossing movies of all Ooh, time. That is a good fuck. It's, it's like one of the highest grossing movies of all time. It was super, I want to say, critically well received when it came out. It's just not that good. Yeah. That's a like, really good movie. Well, that's one where we talk about it all the time. We left the movie. I still cannot remember anyone's name from that movie. Like, And there's been two movies on it now. One guy's the thing is, his name is Owen or Ben or something. Owen Grady. I don't, I don't think it's Owen Grady. That's Dom Grady <laughs> you're thinking of right there. And then, <laughs> and then, that's it's Dallas Bryce Howard. Da, da, Bryce, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Bryce Dallas <laughs> Howard yeah. Bryce, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, I think her character's Claire. I don't remember. There's two kids in it. No fucking clue who their names oh, okay. were. Um, like the, the divorcing parents. Like it's just it's very. Yeah, I was about sh- to say out loud Claire Denning. It's Claire Deering. So I was yeah. wrong on that. Our it's, guy. Uh, our guy. Was in it. Andy. Uh, Andy Buckley's. Yeah, in yeah, it. yeah. He is. Suck it. Right. Don't remember. He's, his he's name, divorcing but... dead. Yeah, yeah. He's a divorcing dad. It's just a movie where you come away from it. It's enjoyable while you're watching it. You don't remember anything no. walking out. Yeah, that's that's a very good pick. I'm I'm not going to amend my list. That's a good pick. Uh, Trill Ballins, number four. Sure, number four for me is Avatar. It has one million, around one million votes on IMDb, and I would have expected Avatar to have maybe nine hundred and seventy thousand ratings. Yes. So it's it's overrated by about thirty thousand. Spot on, sir. You nailed it. <laughs> Did I ruin the bit by saying something in the first one? No, it would have been awkward if, if, you didn't, if no one said because the way you okay for reference you like uh, knelt down to hide your laugh and I'm like. Did I miss something? Am I being? Because I mean, one time you did spell Jeff sucks with the first letter of every one of your yes. movies. So, like, <laughs> I want to. I, I I was like, did I? Am I getting fucked with again here? 
I thought I just no, misheard uh, you. I, I thought you had said that it had like X amount of ratings for good, <laughs> X amount of ratings for bad, and you would have thought that there would have been less. I I I just I misheard. I was confused. But no, I'll I'll be earnest now that you guys have figured out the bit. I, I do not think Terminator Two Judgment Day is overrated, but I can't wait to see all the replies <laughs> to that one when you post it. They'll be too busy agreeing Jeff. with you on Avatar. It's overrated both. Uh, both critically, I think, and, and also uh, from a financial perspective, I still think it's a good movie. But I, I don't know, I don't know what was in the air in two thousand nine when we we all fucking loved it because I was there too. It does not hold up as well on a rewatch. Uh, James Cameron is is a genius, by the way. The I could I could also be doing a bit where I'm just doing James Cameron movies. Did you ever watch uh, Future? Man? You ever think about that one? Future Man? No. You would love Future Man. You would fucking love Future Man. That is right up your alley. It's a Hulu original one. Oh, it, is, it is very, very good. So, uh, Avatar's allowed on the list. Okay. Just a heads up. It was okay. Yeah. Avatar's allowed on the list. We're amending the audience's list now. We're amending the audience's mm, list. I'm amending mine too. <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm not. My number four <clears throat> is a movie that has hype because of a video game, and that's Goldeneye. I think Goldeneye is an overrated movie. I don't hate that take. I was, I was, it was, I was considering putting it in Vine. I think a lot of people who say they love that movie love it because they love the game. I just, I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know anybody that's like Goldeneye is one of the best James Bond movies. Like, I don't know anyone that that capes for the movie. Seventy percent of Rotten Tomatoes, uh, critic, critic, audience, eighty three. Mm, I don't high. think Goldeneye is all that good. It's about like an average. True, you don't like the game either, right? And you because we didn't we talk about like, or you mm-hmm. did, but you're like, I wouldn't play the game now. Oh, the game! The game sucks ass in a modern context. <laughs> yeah. ba- back in 1997 or 98, even for a few years after that, it was awesome. It was fun to play with friends. And uh, now, if you go back and try to play it, the controls don't even work with what your brain has been wired to. Yeah. From a modern FPS standpoint, and it just looks like shit. But to be fair, most games of that era do anything that's not like overly cartoonish looks like shit stuff like mario still looks fine because it's stylized but when they like digital you remember n64 games used to digitally map like real faces onto the models but they (laughs) didn't move their mouths or anything or blink their eyes when they talk and that looked good to our little idiot brains back in (laughs) 1996 the fuck were we thinking you're so stupid yeah i and that's like i'm like mario old people play old mario kart and obsess over it I I played Men 64 Mario Kart for the first time in a while recently. Mm. This stinks. Mary, this is, the 64 one is unplayable. This I game can't was incredible it. as a kid. So many better options right now. I, I don't want to play this right now. Double Dash I can still do. Double Dash right. GameCube is cool. Do. But yeah, that's very cool. technically like a next gen. Yeah. Uh, audience number... Okay, so we're shifting the rankings because of Avatar. <laughs> hint, hint, on their list. Audience, wait, wait, did I... Did I uh, was Avatar not going to be on the list? Did I? I think we talked about it before. We we you called it or something. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. We're good. Because guess what? It's been amended. We're shifting. Oh, Fast and Furious will not be on the graphic now. Mad Max Fury Road is number four. Which I know you don't love Mad Max Fury Road, and I love it. You and I've argued about this before. But I get I I get why it's a movie that oh fuck it's on your list. Um, <laughs> I, all right, he wasn't saying anything. Saying anything. I just realized what that look was. Uh, so that's number five. Number four for the audience is also a Bond movie, Skyfall. That's I I don't I just Skyfall is something I consider as well. I'm kind of with Ken Jack, uh, what he thought about Goldeneye. I think about Skyfall. I don't think Skyfall. This Skyfall. I, when I yeah, think Skyfall is like, like critically like big big big. Yeah, big. really. Deacon Deacons baby. That was yeah, a Deacon Roger cinematography Deacons. group. Yeah, it's. Yeah, Skyfall, let's see, their Rotten Tomato uh, approval for that movie is 
Uh, ba, 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 taking forever. Ninety-two critics, eighty-six audience. So yeah, that's very high. I, I just don't. I guess I don't hear it mentioned often. And we run in different circles, but I. I I don't think if I went up to someone and I said, give me your five best action movies or your ten best action movies. Someone Skyfall, yeah. I don't think someone would have Skyfall on there. I prefer Casino Royale, honestly. I do, too. Yeah. I think Skyfall is better, but the action in Casino Royale is definitely better. Yeah. I mean, that first that first chase is incredible. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's their number four. Jeffrey Wright. Uh, okay. Well, you're up now, number four. Number three. I can't count today. Uh, number three. Uh, we're going we're gonna to put Avatar in there. Okay. Uh, and, th- and that's because... I've never seen Avatar. I've I've attempted three times. I have never <laughs> I've never once stayed conscious through it. Oh, we did talk about this already. <laughs> but we talked about the beginning of the pod. Okay, the, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think we were recording yet. Well, maybe we were. I forget. But the uh, we've moved yeah. studios. By the way, we we lost Trill. We've moved studios. So yeah, this has been there's been a lot of jumbling around. Eventful, so yeah. I forget mm-hmm. what was recording, what wasn't. But if I haven't already said it, yeah, I've tried okay. three times to watch Avatar, and and like not even recently. Like I tried to watch it when. The Avatar hype was real when it was 2010, 2011, whatever it was. It was like I was like I, I gotta sit down and watch this three times in probably a two year span. Never stayed conscious through it. That's gotta be on the list. It's uh, I actually think it's now. I think it's very fair to say it's overrated, right? Like it is overrated, but I feel like now it's just like generally considered properly rated because people mm-hmm. have now pulled the rating down. Like very much should be on the list, right? Like if if we all share the sentiment, but I mm-hmm. also feel like people have just completely pulled back on it. Yeah, I, well, I think that's kind of one of those things where it's just it was so. And I again, I haven't watched it recently, so I can't speak definitively. But I feel like it was so heavily CGI'd or whatever it was. Of course, and and the, the CGI technology has advanced so much that 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 just doesn't yeah. hold up. Almost like what Chill was saying about the video games. Yeah, where that tech I think changes so fast that if your movie is one hundred percent based on that, it is going to look weird in ten years. It's not going to hold up right. I'm fascinatingly excited though about the next couple ones. Like just to see all, the all seven what of them. What do you mean? Like, like James Cameron's not going to live much longer. How old is James Cameron? Was he? He's, 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 like, he's like fifty something. He is. He looks yeah. old as shit. <laughs> Dude, but what do you think he's going down the ocean for? If not a a, a life serum? Yep. There's there's That's no true. chance yeah. he's not looking. For the fountain of youth in the fucking ocean. That is what he is doing down there. You're absolutely I'll not guess wrong. Late fifties, early sixties. I mean, I guess. Ken Jack, well, he's looking it up. What's your sixty-five? You think right. James Cameron's got five movies left in him when he's taking ten? Still, they're filming them all at once. You're hedging. You thought he was like eighty, eighty-five. No, I thought he was early seventies. <laughs> okay, I, th- okay, I think okay. I said seventy-two. I was pretty close. That wasn't a bad guess. Uh, let's do my, my number three is Lethal Weapon. I think Lethal Weapon, oh, people man. look at Lethal Weapon as like a pinnacle of buddy cop movies, a pinnacle of action, and I'm just like, I, it's an aggressively average movie to me. Like, very, very it's average movie. Poor, very poor screenwriting and just very okay action. Yeah, I think I like your list. You got a strong list. So far. We'll see. <laughs> um, okay, trail number three for you. Um, I'm going to cheat. It's all the Bourne movies. Ooh, actually, yeah, I like this pick. I like this pick, actually. I like this. I hate this pick. Hate it. Because you're including the, the Jeremy bo- Renner one, so I'm, I'm very much in oh, this. Oh, okay. So, yeah, but but we, the things properly we talked rated. About, that movie sucks. Yeah, Go ahead, Trill. Dunk. Yeah, I, I'm not saying the Bourne movies suck. I think they're good movies. But when people look back on them, I think they forget how hard the action was to follow in those movies. Yeah, the, it was it was during the age of the shaky cam, mm-hmm. and all the fucking fight scenes, at least in the first three movies, are just straight up shaky cam. So the first it's, one, it, right, was it Supremacy, I think? The first one was really cool because that was, like, the first time you get that sort of fight sequence. So I think that was cool. Like, where he has, like, the fight it, where the guy jumps out the window. That was sick. But I think and, in the and, next ones, it wasn't that cool. And, and don't get me wrong. 
the second I win the lottery, the first thing I'm doing is hiring a guy every day to play extreme waves <laughs> while I go to bed. <laughs> so every day can end with the end of a boy. He just he just slowly backs out of my bedroom playing extreme waves like the camera's <laughs> panning out. I'm was, doing that. Who was that? Was it Moby? Like, I think it's Moby. badass yeah. to do. But I, I think those movies are a little bit overrated for action movies because it's hard to follow the action in them. Everything else is fine. You wouldn't want Moby Mad World? Does, does Moby do Mad World? I don't know. I think it's Julian something. I and mean, they're very similar sounding to me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more familiar with the Tears for Fears version. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the great Gears of War commercial. Remember that All one? around me are familiar faces. That's okay. Fun places. fact. Maybe One only children remember this. Faces. Adam Lambert lost American Idol because of that song. He tried to do Mad World? He did oh. Mad World, and he crushed it. Oh, he okay. got on stage in a large trench coat, oh, no. and there was a massive amount of um, fog, like a fog machine. Okay. And that was the moment America like snapped and went, nope, too much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's Goth a very much intense cool. song. Goth is cool now. Like, people, yeah. like, Billie Eilish is one of the top pop stars in the world. People, right. people fuck... People fuck with that Mad World vibe now. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the right time. All like around me, 2011 or whatever. Faces. How about the Joker sings Mad World? The oh, Joker. big time. It's the most twisted song ever. <laughs> Imagine a Mad World. <laughs> All around you are familiar faces. <laughs> or now places. You're not even looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, the Joker finding out Popeyes is out of the the chicken sandwich. <laughs> Wham! <laughs> <laughs> that was for the Batman. Everyone loses their minds. <laughs> you go to Chick Fil A and you order a sandwich, but you try to go to Popeyes and everyone just loses their minds. <laughs> uh, uh, Drew picks all the. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> I never know if you have more in you, and then you just fire away. Do it. I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> You've seen that so one, much. right? The Australian Joker guy. Australian Joker. No, so I don't good. think. So. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Pull it up, Ken Jackson. Pull I, it up. My battery's about to fucking die. Pull it up. Uh, I'll, I'll give you mine while you pull it up, and then tell me when because we were gonna blast it over the mic. Uh, I have I have a Gerard Butler one. A movie that people only like because of one line. And that might not be true, but I don't like Zack Snyder 300. This is Sparta. Uh, that's okay. Sick line. Because people like yelling, this is Sparta? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. It is just not good. Yeah. It looks like shit what, when you rewatch what, it now. What ruled, though, was uh, how many times do the 300 workout and get the Spartan abs oh, was on the cover of Maxim that. and that's, FHM magazines. The, dude, there was, was one where I think, I believe I read in the men's health, it was Gerard Butler would... And there's no shots. This is real, obviously. But he would like do his workout in a barn, and it would be he would like handcuff himself to the the beams of a barn and just do chin ups until he couldn't anymore. And then he would just hang there. There's a picture of him like on a barn beam, just like doing pull ups. I forget if he was chained to it or not, or if it was the threat of falling made him do an extra two more or something. It was ridiculous. That that the, the three hundred workout. Uh, that was, I mean, that was. There were probably ten years of three hundred workouts. I, I would do a workout called the three hundred workout. It wasn't about like what Gerard Butler's three hundred workout was. It was just three hundred reps of stuff. But it was definitely like <laughs> based on that. It was like you do like six different workouts, fifty each, 
and you, it was uh, like you end up doing three hundred reps. You find a buddy with a, a great shield and a, a spear, and you run yourself into the spear. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now I'm on FHM and, and Maxim magazine because the early two thousands were so wild that it was socially acceptable to take that Vita Guerrera uh, poster in the middle of that magazine, just put it up in your dorm room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fine. It's just like he he chose the scene to do for like a community theater or something. He didn't even do the line right. That's out of the line. He improvised. He, he improvised one of the most well-known lines in like the last ten fucking years. I'm the Joker, baby. And he did so many lines right from yeah, it. The rest yeah, of it, like yeah. the gamble thing. He does the rest of it. I'm the Joker. I all got these scars. I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> We gotta have James do that line. Yeah, we do. I think actually, I, I want to have him on for the Joker because he was gonna come on for Sonic, mm-hmm. the Hedgehog, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's just not coming out till next year. So, oh my god, <sighs> glad you've seen that now. Uh, okay, we gotta we get power through these. Um, I had three hundred audience. Number three was the Terminator, the first one. All right, John, number two. Uh, number two, Wonder Woman. I don't know if that's properly rated now. It was very, very highly rated when it came out. That's what I remember. Bad guy fake out is the guy from yeah. Angel Has Fallen. It is. Houston, Huston. Yeah. Did, wait, so bad, yeah, the bad guy general, the World War One German general, was Danny Huston. Yeah. He yeah. can never not play a bad guy. He played Striker in like... Um, right. played Striker in the X-Men series and everything. He will never not be the bad guy. I mean, Wonder Woman. I, I think Wonder Woman is, is a good movie that is also not great. And also yeah. had Oscar both. The villain thing is dumb as fuck. That was the worst Lupin twist of all time. Lupin from Harry Potter. Yeah, d- David, it was it was also, and I, I kind of put it on that Black Panther level where I do understand the cultural significance and the cultural importance, and how it's not really a movie for me to like when it's coming out for me to be like that sucks. Hmm. But now that we're a couple years past it and everyone's gotten the uh, out of their system, yeah, got their the the girl power. Uh, that movie wasn't very good. No, I I think Wonder Woman is, was was. I think I I would border on good. I think I'd give like an eighty something. Like oh, eighty? Like, no, I think I, I gave it. A 70, I was I was very disappointed with it when I watched it. I've only, I only watched I it once. It. But I, I I would probably probably would have put it I like Black Panther far better movie than, than yes yes for yeah sure. For, oh, sure. for sure I agree too yeah the the, the villain was bo- uh, your, your comic book movie can only go as far as your villain uh, and that's just I I've I've always felt that that's pretty strong can only go as far as your villain and that villain was so fucking bad it was it was so lame the end of that movie uh, which is unfortunate because I think she's a great Wonder Woman. I, I think she plays. A yeah, I do I, too. She needs to be in better. I, I think the next one's going to be cool. I like the '84. I th- like, I think it's got a cool vibe. Yeah, I think I think that one is. I, I think for some of it, because DC was at such an uncertain footing to what they were, you know, thinking they were going to do with that movie, they needed to play it safe. But I think I think Patty Jenkins has been given creative uh, freedom yes. on this one yeah. just based on her success and they're doing something i think that's that's pretty neat so i think it's going to be like ragnarok from thor the dark world i think yeah. you're spot on stylistically I, yeah. i'll say this now i think that movie will make the original wonder Woman movie look worse and yes. people are going to realize that mm. i think the new one's gonna be really good like really good and i think that one's gonna be like i'll see the new one like, I, didn't, I didn't hate the other one but the i mean i like gal gadot but uh gal gadot but uh gadot, i i just gadot. Was, I was just was, uh, it was it left a bad taste in my mouth. I don't know how to say her last name. Godot, right? Godot. I've heard. I Gadot, don't think she's a very Gadot. good actress. I don't think she's very particularly I think she's strong. Good I, I think the next one's gonna she's be. She's just like very emotionless. I think the next one's gonna blow the last one out of the water. Uh, Ken Jack, what's your number two? 
Uh, my number two is uh, Boondock Saints. That's one when you grow up. Mine too. High school, college one. Everyone's like, yeah, you ever see Boondock Saints? There was a firefight. Remember that? Um, like, yeah, sick. It was awesome. My confirmation well, name is Connor because of the Boondock Saints. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I, I I think – so that's my number two. I Time has not been favorable to the Boondock Saints and the people's general opinion on it. But I'm putting it there just because it was so heavily rated as being one of the best things since sliced bread back when I was an impressionable early 20s or late teens. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think there's just something about that whole, um, I don't know, that – Well, like vigilante antihero thing? Yeah, yeah, that vigilante antihero and it kind of goes back into what we talked a little bit about um, the, the psychology and in Bruges where yeah. you know if you're killing bad people, does that make it bad? And so I think that – I think when people watched it, they had this like you know weird – fantasy of like how cool it'd be to do vigilante justice and and by as a movie by itself i don't think it holds up that well and the sequel kind of proved that uh, as a concept it's it can only go so far yeah exactly it, it, so it's not critically acclaimed no no for sure not. so in that sense i guess for you properly rated 22 percent. it's fairly far down the list audiences love it i and a lot of it is definitely the the, the poster nostalgia in a dorm room. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I had that big time. That was up in my dorm room. My buddy, my roommate, my buddy, got it for a frame, and the frame was the frame was definitely bigger than a normal poster frame, and the poster was definitely smaller than a normal poster. And so it was just you could just see through the glass to like mm. the like the cardboard backing with a small poster in the middle. I had to frame it. St- stand up. The you whole can't let that sit up on the wall and like thunk sticky putty or whatever. That it deserves <laughs> yeah. to be framed. Yep. I had that in the felt Bob Marley on my dog. <laughs> don't know why. That's trails as well. My number two, Independence Day. Ooh. I like that take. Good take. Great speech. The effects and the effects look cool, I guess. I, I think that's a... That's still a movie. Oh. I don't think... I, I wouldn't overrate a movie I still watch. I still watch that once a year. Yeah, which is fine. Like, it's very nostalgic. On Christmas. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, on Christmas, I watched The Patriot. Great movie. That's, <laughs> that's a true story. You said that on the show. Yeah. The yeah. Patriot's not... Christmas, I watched The Patriot. I don't think The Patriot was critically well-received, which nah, is like the like, weirdest thing. I remember I was looking it up for the Movie States poll thing, and it has like a fucking like 70 or something. That's critically abs- well-received? No, it's not critically Oh, right, right, right. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy to me. I'm like, that, yeah. to me, is like an easy 90s. Like, yeah. No questions about it. I think I did a blog on that probably two years ago where I, I just happened to be looking it up, and I was, I was taking it back, and then it made me go back and look at all movies I thought were like good mm-hmm. movies yeah. growing up, and, and they almost largely... Like 60s, 70s. So we play a game every now and then, the Rotten Tomatoes game, where like essentially two people just like they're given a movie, and whoever can guess close to the Rotten Tomatoes score wins. So like I've been fucked in this game so many times because movies like Barbershop 3, The Last Cut, has a 99 on Rotten Tomatoes. Shut but then like the fuck up. Like I swear to God, like it's, Barbershop Last Cut, not bad. <laughs> fucking, I think it's literally like a 96. And then like movies you think are really good are in like the 70s and 60s. It's mind boggling when you look through some of these. Some. So don't do it to yourself. Independence Day's got a great speech. I just don't like a lot of stuff. It's corny. Shout out LCB guest. Doesn't work for me. Yeah. I, uh, uh. Independence Day. It's okay. Good summer f- fun flick, but it's. I think it's it's lifted up in the pantheon of like action and like classic American movies, and I, mm. I don't think it should be up there. Independence Day too to is Earth. also great. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Oh, you're serious? Uh, no. I mean, I, okay. I, it's, it's very oh. bad. <laughs> oh, but Whoa. it's it's fun. Yeah. When know, they yeah, send an African warlord to space in. with Africa. machetes, that's amazing. Sick as hell. They're like, yeah. He doesn't even. Give, they don't even give him a space suit. Guess, They're like, guess, go go up there. You want to know what I gave it? Take your guess. Sixteen. And this is this is a genuine score. Sixteen. Three. 
three. <laughs> it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I mean, it's really bad, but, but I was like laughing machete, out loud. Yeah, if I'm having fun during a movie, you're a good movie. That's fair. That's fair. That's very fair. All right, number one. Uh, number two for the audience is Die Hard. I reject really? that. Really? That, that, uh, uh, I think it's properly rated. I think, they've had, I think they've had a good list so far, like an understandable list, even though I get mad at Mad Max I'm saving that for like two seconds from now. Yep. Yeah. Die, die Hard. Uh, d- uh, I don't. I don't get the Die Hard hate. I think it's yeah. No, I, I love Die Hard. I, I, that's hmm. still a classic. I've... Now the rest of Die Hard movie. Uh, yeah. Not well, big, big stinky. I think it's backlash too from the fact that the Die Hard discussion pretty much is just uh, sure, the, the Christmas yeah. Christmas okay. movie. That conversation that's what, that's what, overrated. Yeah, but that's that's why I think I can understand why people would put that on their list because if you think about like these movies, you know. It, some of these are like being overrated in the terms of just actually being movies. And some of these are being overrated in the terms of like how important culturally are they? So I think like something like avatar, I'm saying that's more overrated from the sense that like rewatching it, like I don't understand why it was that big. And so I can understand when the whole conversation around diehard and its lasting relevance in our minds now is around the whole fucking Christmas movie discussion, getting sick of that and saying it's overrated. That's, that's that's where you get your catharsis out on that movie. Yeah, it's honestly, it's definitely right. It's definitely soured that that fucking Christmas discussion over that. No thanks. A few months away, we have to do it again. Fuck yeah! Can't, oh, the, there's the think pieces. So many think pieces on fucking Die Hard Christmas movie. Uh, okay. Cool. Num- well, uh, uh, my favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. Anybody going to say it's not a Christmas movie? <laughs> Anybody here going to say it's not a Christmas movie? No, Steve, it's a Christmas movie. Well, you got to think it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> you don't want to argue with me about it not being a Christmas Oh, fuck. Better get a personality. Uh, all right. Number one. Mad Max. Fury Road. That's, that's t- it's tough for me. It's tough, but I, I we've... You can look, go on Twitter.com. You can see us talk about it. We've talked about it before. We've, we've done a lot of discussion on it. I just don't I, – I think there's no story to the movie. I think it's just a constant car chase. I think there's – I think I think the the idea where they're like, but they're actually blowing up cars doesn't fucking matter to me because guess what? When they're not really blowing up cars, it looks the same to me. You want to give it the award for technical effects or whatever, fine. But I, I, that doesn't sell me on a movie because you can just not blow up the cars and it still looks the same. To my, to my untrained eye. It's fair. Is your objective list, so we can't say you're wrong. But I mean, you're a little wrong. But at the same time, but we can't say. I mean, you know, I mean, I get movie ninety nine. I think it's almost perfect movie. I, I, I'll, I'll make you a promise. I'll go back and rewatch it sometime soon. I've only seen it once. Now, I think I like it. You're like the world's number one Tom Hardy guy too. No, I love Tom Hardy. Yeah, big big Tom Hardy guy. Mm. So I, I, so much so I liked Venom. I don't, which I don't think you guys liked a lot, but I enjoyed Venom. I, I love no, Tom we, Hardy. We, had, okay we, we liked Venom. Venom. Yeah. I, and Tom Hardy was was not the issue with that movie no, at all. No. Yeah, again, villain. That was yeah. annoying ass. Villain. Stupid villain. Because he was he was a little over the top sometimes, but he was good. He was good for that role. Hey, Mad Max, I get it, and I know people will agree with you. I I know they will, also because it's on the audience's list of number five. Uh Ken Jack. Uh because it's on the list Avatar. And that's easy. That's just like the easiest pick ever. I mean, I feel like we shouldn't be allowed to include it because it's sci fi more than like pure action movie. But I mean, you just gotta put it up there. It's it's clearly the most overrated, the best picture winner, the mo- most second now second most uh, grossing highest grossing movie of all time. It is. It's just not that good. It's Dances, Wolves in Space. It's except insane. ten times worse. It's insane. It really is. It just ins- everything about the movie is insane to me. 
Yeah. I mean, James Cameron's a genius, obviously. Like, he markets things in the way he makes things and the hype he built. People are still talking about Avatar. Like, no matter what we want to say about it. Gave Sam Worthington a career. It's crazy. Uh, trail number one. Uh, the whole Taken franchise. Fuck yeah, that was mine too. Yeah, yep. 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 The, See, uh, I don't think it, that's fair because uh, Taken one, I think, was good. Very, very good. Oh, wait, but Taken two was specifically terrible. my specifically mine was Taken one. Really, Ooh, yeah. I don't like that at all. Go ahead, Drew. I just, I think Taken, I think Taken's like the new Boondock Saints. How, how's I think that? we're gonna look. Well, I think I think it's just based off of the premise that this uh, people uh, insert themselves into this character wanting to get justice, and I understand that. But as a, as an action movie, I don't think it holds up that well. Well, I don't think it's like a rogue justice guy like Boondock Saints. Like this is like a classic, like you know, go get my dog, do- get my family back, like Harrison Ford. Yeah, shit. The, the the classic the classic story we know and love. It's it's literally just like Harrison Ford giving my family back. This is way more I think simplistic than the Boondock Saints trying to make like an actual message out of it. Like I think it's a very pure action plus I saw this movie I want to say like a year or so before it got released here cuz my uncle brought it back from Europe on like a bootleg copy where they have like zero ratings whatsoever and it was so sick. The version here they like toned down the violence a lot which I thought was deranged. But I think the the, the way that they did fight choreography there was like a predecessor for a lot of really good fight choreography mm-hmm. in like current movies, like John Wick style stuff. You want to hear a review? So of is, this is, from is the... Taken known for its action, or is Taken known for the one quote where he talks about his talents? Why not both? I don't I, think Taken's I, known for the action. St- what, what's? I, the, I can't remember a single action scene from the Taken. Whole, the whole scene uh, where he brings back the phone and he says, "I told you I'd find you as the fight." Pretends to be dead, knocks over the table, stabs the guy. I'll like, give you this. I'll give you this. Troy, you still there? Oh, okay, yeah, good. Yeah. We thought. We, well, I thought we. <laughs> Thought he, thought, uh, yeah, tough, thought he was taken. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't, I don't know, Jeff. Back I think here. it's. Like, I think there is a cultural impactful thing with this movie. I will say that, and I, that's insane to say about Taken. But the particular set of skills thing is an incredibly memorable movie moment. Mm-hmm. It's very quoted. It's quoted in things outside of talking about the movie. I will give it that. But I do not find this movie memorable. I think people want to play into fucking Brian. Mills. What's his last name? Brian Mills. Mills. Yeah. They want to play into like he's some, he's some incredible fucking a top tier action star character. And I I no, don't I true. think that's overrated. I just I think yeah. Brian it's everyone talks about fucking Brian Mills when it comes to like avenging things in action. I just don't think Brian Mills is that great of a character. I think that's a fair take. I, yeah. I think Brian Mills is a good character. I think that's a fair take as far as I, I think I don't, again I don't hate the movie. I just yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. vastly overrated. That, that's yeah. uh, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. The uh, my favorite taken scene is I think from Taken 3 when it takes him 18 cuts to show him jump over a fence. Have you ever yep, seen that yep, YouTube? Yep, yep. It's one of the most amazing <laughs> things ever. It's 18 cuts of him to, for, just to show him properly getting over a fence. Oh, they, full day. Full day of fence jumping. <laughs> I, I think like where, where Taken stands for me is the, the whole conversation around Taken became more so like on Liam Neeson being this older dude in these action movies than the actual movie itself. And I, I also think that's something as the John Wick movie franchise continues, they're going to have to make sure it becomes not that Keanu Reeves is a badass in a movie franchise, which like I think Keanu Reeves is taking on this own like weird outsized personality that like is not to his own fault. But people are going to get sick if he keeps being in stuff. So I think with Wick, it's a little bit different because they're expanding like the his universe essentially a lot with like the whole League of Assassins bullshit and all that. And like they're making it bigger. Like in the Taken franchise with the second two movies, they essentially just said, let's just run it back. Like, fuck it. Let's run it back. See what happens. Like they didn't make anything new about it. They just new location, same plot. 
So that's yeah. where that like falters, and I think in a much different way. Yeah, but like Stylistic, I'm just thinking about totally different. Yeah, that's true. But I'm I'm thinking about to, like you know going back to a lot of these action movies. The, the reason I don't like them is more so because there's this just this. Um, it's not that they're bad movies. It's just like I guess popular opinion tends to focus on them for one specific thing that's that even goes outside of the action. Uh, I, I think Taken falls in there. I think Boondock Saints falls in there. I think Avatar falls in there. Um, I don't think T2 falls in there. That was a bit. Please mm-hmm. mark it as such on the poster. Um, <laughs> Where I'm but, not. But, but also, like to be fair, there are very few movies that can do action really well and then not have it like – you know, like I think feel like Mission Impossible Fallout's like the one movie I can remember coming away from saying like that's the perfect action movie because I can remember very specific scenes and I can remember more than one fight scene. So with Taken, I remember more than like Olympus has fallen, <laughs> obviously, or London has fallen. <laughs> I think with Taken, uh, I don't just take away the action scenes. It's like he, he doesn't necessarily like teach shit, but like he does stuff where I'm like, oh, duh, like that's really smart. Yeah, like the shit where he, where he like bugs the prostitute and gets like the the translator to come in, like basically translate for him while he does it. He like does stuff with the car where like he uh, he realizes he's being tailed. The scene where he brings out the gun, and shoots the guy's wife, like the French dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's yeah. Like, no, there w- like, it was definitely more than an act. It wasn't like a electrocuting the guy with the nails in his leg, and he's like, "Yeah, French currency." You know, they just keep going and going and going. I'm like, I didn't know that. Now I know. <laughs> like you just you learn more stuff as it goes on, and I, the action scenes I, I remember a little bit. I think the more the badass and like the amount of stuff like he just knew as like a whatever international agent CIA guy, like that was to me was more cool. And it, and it is always, I, the, I don't know if I've said on this show before, but that that is will forever be my favorite genre of movie, which is mm. the the hero, the badass, whatever, who just wants to be left alone, wants a quiet life. Yep. You fucked yeah. with his family, now you all have to die. Like those yep. are all the like home. Oh, was it Homefront? Anyone seen that one? Homefront. Stay them. Stay them and. Fucking oh yeah 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 like yeah, a yeah, classic. yeah 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 yep, yep. A cool yep. I'm gonna that. watch it tonight. Oh we'll watch it. I just remember him wearing like an old fucking like James southern Franco garb. The other yeah. One. yeah. Oh, but that's like that's, like the a, Marine. that's a perfect one of those movies. Nah, I hate the Marine. I don't like John uh, Marine's Cena. exact same concept though. I, I don't like John Cena in movies. He doesn't mm. do it for me. Like, you watch blockers? I, don't, I like him in comedy movies. Okay, yeah, 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 I don't okay. like him in action movies. I was gonna say we we are big stands of John Cena and blockers. Very very funny. There's like 20 rooms in here. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? There's 500. Uh, let's see. Uh, Trill and I have taken one for each of us. Audience avatar number one. Mm. Makes sense. Not shocked anymore. Not very shocked. Um, I think that's that's it. That's it. Anything else before we wrap up here? By the way, we got to make an executive decision. Then actually as, as a third party, we've been doing these Netflix reviews. We're doing 40-year-old Virgin Sunday. They just fucking took it off Netflix. I say we still do it. Trill is your pick. I say we still do forty year old. I think people remember forty year old virgin. Yeah, let's still do it. That's fine. Right? Like, like if you're like if you hadn't watched in a while, you would still be like, ah, I would know what they're talking about. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. For sure. Okay. So yeah, we're reviewing forty year old virgin on Sunday. I I think we're doing ready or not next week. I think oh, we're doing yeah. ready or not. And I oh, think yeah, that was great. You know, what I think we're doing with ready or not. We're doing the fanatic. With John Travolta. Oh, yeah, baby, with that bowl cut. on streaming. He has like a bowl cut. It's yeah. like based on a Stalker true movie. story, I think, yeah. Uh, we have that, and then It Chapter 2 the week after that, which I'm very pumped to review. Uh, thanks for coming on, John. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you very much, boys. That was a blast. Yes. Always fun. Can Can I just say real quick, we, we're going to discuss the Jeremy Renner app next time. Oh, fuck, yes. right. It, yeah, no, we need a segment for it. This might be one of the greatest things to happen so to the good. Apple uh, application store. They're, they're 
the, right next to the daughter, my daughter's face on my phone desktop is, is an icon with Jeremy Renner's fucking face on it. And I click on it and instantly I'm greeted by a portal of everything Jeremy Renner. He posts pictures of himself saying Happy Wednesday on Wednesday. Oh it's delightful. So sick. There's an entire tab where you can listen to, to Jeremy Renner's music and there's a fan feed where I guess fans can post stuff. It's an amazing app. And so I suggest you check it out because I want to dive into it now on, on mm. Sunday maybe. Let's do it. Happy mm. Wednesday. <laughs> Jeremy Renner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll talk about... Uh, the... uh, your wife got snapped, did she not? <laughs> we'll talk about the Renner app. Um, anything else, Drill? No, not, not for me. All right. I think that's it for us. John, thanks for coming on. Make sure you see, uh, what's it called? The Fanatic? The Fanatic is streaming. 40-Year-Old Virgin. Oh, that's right. That's next week. Fuck that. Just make sure to go find 40-Year-Old Virgin somewhere. It's not on Netflix anymore. For John Vidalberg, Ken Jack, Mr. Ball, and some Jeff Lowe. We'll talk to you on Sunday. Oh, (laughs) have a good week at the box office. Just be honest, only for a moment